Welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast, where we continue on doing Alfred Hitchcock Month because these people didn't come up with any bright new ideas. What? <laughs> uh, shut up. Okay, so we're going to go on here, and we have uh, North by Northwest in this production. Shut up, Chino. And uh, we hear this stars Cary Grant. And we bring the tale of something. Is this a man who is being chased? Of what did we don't know? Secrets, conspiracies, and a jilted lover on a train and sardines. <laughs> so we're going to turn it over to Cares, Nick, Dan, Jocelyn, and Bob, and we bring the tale to you. Hi, I'm Kaz, and that's funny. That plane's dusting crops where there ain't no crops. Hey, I'm Nick, and make a note to think thin. <laughs> I'm Dan, oh, oh, go ahead. I'm go Dan ahead. and uh, I don't like the way Teddy Roosevelt's looking at me. <laughs> I'm Joss, and um, uh, get her something sweet. Yeah. It's like for your for, sweet tooth. For your sweet tooth and all your other sweet parts. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm Bob. I, I feel like I'm George... Kaplan right now, you guys, because there, there's something just really not right. right so I know I got here, and I know I've been coming to this this establishment for quite some time. So I, I've had to like put together some clues. All right, so so clearly I'm not George Kaplan. I'm Bob. I know I'm Bob, and I know I always <laughs> I arrive here with two uh, people every week. Uh, one named Kaz, one named Nick. The thing that fascinates me, everybody has. A different name. So Nick, as we always refer to as Nick, it's been fascinating because I've noticed they call you bear sometimes. I've heard you <laughs> refer to as a bear. And the fascinating things about bears are if it talks like a bear, if it shit like a bear, it must be a Nick. In so clearly, <laughs> you're really a Nick. We're watching the, the cat delusion in, in real time. The, the thing about fascinating Kaz, now I, I've thought about the word Kaz. What is it? Where have I heard Kaz? Kazakhstan, or Kazakhstan rather. What? So clearly descended of Borat, My Borat wife. over here. <laughs> all right, what? moving on from that fascinating thing. Now, there, as we all know, there's always a MacGuffin in everything, you guys. There's clearly always a MacGuffin. Can you eat that so with butter? So upon my arrival to this home this evening, I noticed the numbers four and six. And guess what, guys? There are three floors on here. And guess what? If you add up four plus six plus three, 13, that means danger. We are in an establishment of danger. And to prove that, I do have the clue with my MacGuffin in front of me, which is Dan. Hold it. Hold that. Dan. Again? Check that out. All right, hold it up to the light. Hold it up to the light. To the light? Mm-hmm. Higher. Higher, Dan. Higher? Pick it up okay. higher. All right. Hold it. Firmer grip. Firmer grip. Okay. All right. Turn it, Dan. That sounds kinky. Turn it in there. That's, All right. Okay. What is in there, Dan? What do you see? Looks like a leaf. It's a leaf. No, no Dan, reason. I want you to aim that <laughs> bottle directly at the uh, nick in front of you. Okay. All right. Bang. Hold it. <laughs> Hold it. Okay. Firmer grip. Firmer grip. Alright. Tighten that grip. Okay. Alright, now turn it to me a little it's bit. It's got turn no handle. Me. What are you yep. trying now to do? I want do? you to like change your hand position a little bit. Okay. Ooh, I like that. Dan, <laughs> you're, Dan you're really good at... We're yeah. back at this again. Alright. Dan, that's incredible. Alright, put it down, Dan. <laughs> so I've arrived at the uh, conclusion of this full of bullshit thing that um, I'm where I should be. Uh, it's all bullshit and we're all George Kaplan. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you. Who am I? <laughs> you are the leaf in the bottle. I am the leaf on the wind. Watch how I soar. Leaf in the bottle, people. Leaf in a bottle. It's a MacGuffin, you guys. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It matters to the leaf. 
This time, I hadn't left the table since he got here, so I'm like, he didn't hide anything on me this time. No, what is this? What's going on to hide. I was like, no, this all done for this time. If you want to understand that joke, check out the... The last, the last like, three weeks. <laughs> what was it? The last two episodes. Yeah. Trouble with uh, Harry. It was trouble yeah. with Harry. The trouble with Harry. Whatever the hell we did last time, because I, I lost my damn it brain. It was Kyle M. for Muffins. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that. That too, that too, oh. yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so here we are at this uh, fantastically, uh, I don't know, I liked it. I thought it was a good film. It's kind of uh, long. I'll tell I you was, that. I was bored. It dragged. I'm sorry. All right. I got bored this time. Because it didn't really feel like a Hitchcock movie to me. It was very different. I mean, from uh, what I read on it, uh, Hitchcock definitely uh, built this differently. He worked with Ryder. Let me just pull it up here. Ernest uh, Lehman, uh, who actually met. Uh, was introduced to Hitchcock uh, on the set of The Trouble with Harry because Bernard Herrmann, who was the musical composer of that film, introduced Ernest uh, to Hitchcock. And at the time of filming, this was actually the, the one and only MGM production that uh, Hitchcock did. They used uh, Paramount's Vista Vision uh, and Technicolor, which was like the best uh, uh, technology you could, you could have for the time, which is why you have like a 185 aspect ratio. In full-fledged color. Wait, and movies came in different sizes. No, I mean with Vista Vision, the the objective of that. I mean, as we've watched over time, you'll see like some films that have like a like a wider scan of the print. Yeah, um, there was that that's one. Like there's two thirty-five aspect ratio, which is why you have like full black bars on the bottom and top of your screen, depending on if you have like a I don't know, like size twenty-inch screen up till I don't know, like sixty-five yeah, I was maybe. Confused because the trouble with Harry that had the. That had black bars on the sides, didn't it? Or no, no, no. Like, no. Uh, dial in screen. for murder. Uh, dial. Well, the thing is, dial in for murder. Watched. Well, that's the thing. Over time, the the way Hitchcock movies are released um, during the DVD era, not all the films were released in their original aspect ratio. Uh, Hitchcock yeah, predominantly nice. used uh, 185. I mean, like his uh, 40s era films were. Uh, like boxed, uh, so they were four by three. So if you had like a square tube TV, that was definitely. <laughs> we're all distracted by the dogs. That was definitely the size you used. So. Sniffing my face. <laughs> but over time, uh, that's evolved. So obviously you have widescreen now, uh, televisions. Uh, so it, that's actually appropriate for a lot of the uh, films of yesteryear and today, which utilize that. And Hitchcock in particular, like by the 50s, that's when he was transitioning over to the, um, well actually all the major studios at that time. He had Vista Vision, the Technicolor, um, all these different like funky names the studios were given, uh, the technology at the time. But ultimately they all were just widescreen. Uh, in full color, so I mean, we have what now? 4K Ultra HD and whatnot. It's just everything is just an evolution of. It's like how wide can we make a screen? How much color can we put? Um, what about yeah. spectrum? All the way around IMAX. And IMAX too. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's, that's 4K evolution technology. Actually, they film in 8K. What year was this movie? I, mean, I don't think you said this was 58. Yep. Okay. So yeah. I, I did notice they mentioned Nixon in the newspaper. Oh yeah, Nixon was still uh, was around was at that time. Yeah. Yeah. California Senate. Yeah, so yeah. That, was just a, that threw me off for a second. Yeah. Yeah. So the interesting thing with Lehman was originally that he was hired to, to for this film to write. It's called so it's The Wreck of the Merry Deer with Hitchcock. But he was having writer's block at the time. He couldn't figure out a damn thing of like how to write that type of film. So him and Hitchcock had this alternate idea, which was more of a Hitchcock inspiration. 
which was a story he had come across from a a, uh, a journalist by the name of Odyssey uh, Guernsey. I'm sorry, Guernsey. Uh, I guess he had told him about spies creating a fake agent. This was actually a story he had written uh, for whatever, uh, I want to say New York Times, if that was correct. It was about a f uh, fake agent, a decoy, and he developed a hero character mistaken for a fictitious agent on the run. So Hitchcock uh, bought from that writer. It was a 60-page treatment uh, that Hitchcock got. So between him and Lehman, they... Uh, put together some ideas. The thing most important with this film, Hitchcock really wanted to do a something to do around Mount Rushmore. That was like the big uh, set piece. <laughs> Did he want to take around. a vacation there? I don't know. More or less. Actually, later on in time, some artists actually uh, made a sketch of him and included him on Mount Rushmore. So <laughs> if you ever come nice. across that, that was a uh, homage to uh, Hitchcock for his, uh, his work on the film. He was easy to spot this time. Yes, yes. He, was. he was. Getting on the bus in the beginning. Yep. yep. Then the bus, the bus door slam in his face. That was great. I really I think that was one of his best ones, honestly. So so here we are, and now we're introduced to the film that they, uh, they ultimately made, which was North by a Northwest. Uh, before it, w they arrived at that title, uh, MGM uh, had considered the working titles of In a Northwesterly Direction, uh, <laughs> Breathless, <That's the> parody. <laughs> and The CIA Story, uh, and also, which was a running gag from Hitchcock, uh, because due to a scene, we can actually discuss it later on uh, in the show, uh, they called uh, a working title was called "The Man in Lincoln's Nose." <laughs> There's a legitimate story behind that. We'll get to that later on in the yeah. show. I wanted but, uh, to see somebody go up a nose. Yes. <laughs> well, well Hitchcock definitely yeah, you know, did too. So. Well, Stimpy didn't have five cents. That's why they that's couldn't get to that Lincoln one. That's the Lincoln Memorial. I know. Stimpy <laughs> <laughs> didn't have five cents, and Peter Griffin wasn't there this time to yeah. rekindle his marriage. Well, that's one of the other things. Is like this has been parodied so many times. Yeah, I'm mostly like, I'm, the airplane thing. Well, yeah, there's, there's there's the crop duster scene. You know, like, I haven't that's, seen much parodies with the rush marks. Yeah. The family I, guy. Well, there was the, yeah, there was the yeah. Family Guy one, and I'm sorry, I think this movie works better with, you know, Mel Gibson as the bad guy. <laughs> like, Christians don't believe in gravity. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the episode, and it'll, it, uh, oh, okay, okay. It, won't, it won't make sense, but you'll understand where it's coming from. Yeah. <laughs> a neat sketch that, I mean, I came across, I was watching a documentary, The Simpsons obviously did it, which was yeah. uh, when Marge was... Uh, Simpsons did it. Yeah, The Simpsons <laughs> did it. When Marge was, what, uh, a young girl, and her mom was, uh, they were standing next to a, a crop plant or something or other, and all, all of a sudden here comes a crop duster out of nowhere because her mom was trying to explain, this is what it's like to live next to a crop field or something. All of a sudden a plane comes flying down at them like rain. Yeah! <laughs> so. Yeah, that, that is vague in my head, really, but I do remember that. And this is like, you know, right from the first scene, like we were looking at the way the, um, the way the credits were rolling, like they were coming in from the north of the Celtic. Shouldn't these be going I was like, they should direction? have been north. They weren't going northwest, though. They're going northeast. And I'm like, dude. It <laughs> puts you, like, right. Bass, that yeah. is a missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then it, it, just, it segued into a building that we saw was kind of the... Yeah. 
grid line that it was the lines were drawn over. Right, but it does put you right in the hustle and bustle of Midtown New York. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah. through where everything else was. And now we have discount Don Draper <laughs> coming out of his office. I think the dog has fallen asleep standing up. He yeah, does that. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Okay. <laughs> he does yoga. Yeah, yeah, he does the downward dog where his front half is laying oh. down and his back half his is His ears are burning. Yeah, I'm talking so about I'm you. talking about me. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's, it's a weird... It's a... It's an oddity movie, but it's just like I've seen this so much, so much in so many other places of like little things. Uh, I think The Simpsons did a bit where um, I think it was in a Treehouse of Horror where they all pinned down Homer and got him really drunk on bourbon. Yeah. They had to, you know, they had to drive home, and it turned out that was like one of the things where Springfield was like all scattered around. It turned out he lived three blocks away from those. <laughs> See, I like. <laughs> I like the whole. Yeah. You know, taking someone's uh, identity and kind of yeah. getting it confused with someone else. I liked that part of the plot. Yeah. I was like, ooh, mistaken yeah. identity. Oh, I could dig this. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And it really kind of let me down a little bit. <laughs> It yeah, kind of went on little, It went, yeah, it went was, like, yeah. like his mother had no. There was no point to his mother. Yeah, she, no. Why would she get relief? No. She, she was she funny, wasn't even that was, funny though. Yeah. Like, Are you trying was, to kill my son? She's like, mom, that stop helping. Yeah. That was a great line. That yeah. one was funny. But for mother. the most part, it was just like, why even mention her? Like, why is she here? I guess he had just to be disapproving. Yeah. And she was about his age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the actress they got to play her was about his age. Right. It's true. But the benefit of her being uh, plot of, uh, part, of, part of the plot was the fact that when he did get drunk, you know, who was the first person you want to okay, call? Okay, but you can call mom. your mom. But she didn't have to be there. Like, her, yeah. her actual physical body did not have to be there. A disapproving voice on the phone is a hell of a lot more funny than a disapproving mom just standing there glaring at you. Right. And to be honest, his assistant could have probably helped him a lot more than his mom. Right, his mom yeah, yeah. Him. Like, she who had only... That was really an underused character. Yes, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, way, way too it's underused. Really showed up really at the beginning. The beginning, yeah. Yep. And um, I was just thinking, like, uh, with that particular scene when he calls his mom from the police station, I'm thinking, like, well, what my mom probably would have done. Mom, I'm, I'm not drunk. Somebody put a bottle of bourbon in my mouth. <laughs> Bullshit. And I'm coming down there because I want what you got. Say, was that person you, Nick? Yeah. No. No, it was not me, I it, swear. It was Bob. It was not Wichita all over again, I swear. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was off mic, but yeah. That's yes. uh, it is. It's, there's a lot to it. I mean, honestly, like, this is a movie. I mean, can we all say this is worth checking out if you're a fan of Hitchcock? Yeah, if, if, you, I mean, like Hitchcock, if you like Hitchcock, yeah. yeah. Check it out, and maybe the pacing will work for you. It just yeah. didn't really jive with me. Because, yeah. like I said, to me, this didn't really feel like a Hitchcock movie. Yeah. It felt like Hitchcock went after, you know, 007. So like, he, he, was, right. he, was he was trying to be... He trying yeah. to do an action movie. Yeah, before they did double, before 007 even Before existed. he existed, yeah. yeah it was yeah. like... Yeah. He's trying to do an action movie, and the action scenes were, were fine. Good. Yeah. Like, the plane thing, the thing yeah. Mount Rushmore, you know, those scenes were good. The, the stretch between them was just yeah. a slog. Yeah. It was yeah. just, it's like him trying to dodge the cops on the train was kind of neat. You know, got a yeah. bit of tension going on there. Him, 
you know, uh, fighting on the, on Mount Rushmore, him doing hardcore parkour up the side of the house. That, okay, <laughs> those were neat, but getting there was just like, man, I don't care anymore. He's been standing on the side of the road for ten straight minutes. Oh, Let him get caught. Fuck it, I don't it's care. Like, anymore. Oh look, another car. Oh. <laughs> oh look, a dude got out of the car. He walks over to said dude. Dude is not who he's looking for. Oh my god, just get on the fucking bus. It's like I don't need to see every moment of his day. See, hearing you guys say that, like, I remember the first time I'd, I'd watched this, like, years ago, when uh, they put it out on Blu-ray back in 09, and I was like, why do people like this? It's so boring. I'm like, oh, here's the scene where the crop duster plane goes after him. Why is he so tan, or why is he so dark? <laughs> and I'm just, I couldn't, like, wrap my mind around it, because I, like, up to that Disagree. point... Disagree. <laughs> up to that point, I, I uh... I didn't see him as orange. College, I don't know what you guys talking about. <laughs> I didn't see him as orange. They just saw natural like, skin tone. I was yeah, a bit confused when you were talking about it because I was like, wait, he's orange? They were, Not that I saw. Oh, shit polished. There, there were a couple of times where I kind of got, con- I confused him for a catcher's mitt because he was just looking <laughs> okay, like, yeah. like very leathery. <laughs> I, I, I do admit that, yes. I was sad, like, I was reading up online because I, I know how much we've enjoyed joking about it, but... He's actually, like, apparently naturally that color tan from tanning for so many years. And being on the film, I was watching an interview with uh, Eva Marie Saint, who was uh, Eve in the film. Yeah. And even she was like, yeah, he, he, he looks like that. Like, that's his natural. They really had a, they barely put any additional makeup on him. He looks like that. Wow. <laughs> He's tan, Mom. Wow. He's tan that uh, she said that uh, in the interview. Uh, he always kept. Uh, he was very uh, health um, oriented. C- oriented, and he only want, only ever weighed up to uh, 180 pounds. Like he always like that was his main goal. Like no yeah. matter what, don't go over that set amount. Either go up to that. He was always uh, <coughs> physically fit, so he worked out. He was always that color tan, <laughs> and because if you look at her complexion versus his, it's like night right. and day. Right, she's she's yeah. crazy she's like, compared to him. Yeah. as me, yeah. you know. <laughs> If not paler, but it's, it's just insane. But getting back to the film, so what you guys were saying earlier, I definitely agreed because I, I didn't like it. And for whatever reason, like having watched with you guys, you know, like these films over the past, well, month and a half now, yeah. uh, if you've been following us like uh, on a weekly basis, Which I've really should. come to appreciate like Hitchcock more. So revisiting this film, I actually realized what Hitchcock was going for it was a suspense thriller. Yeah. It was action-based. It wasn't right. in the same yeah. uh, tone as we've seen with his prior films, which has been more uh, like uh, centered around a single uh, uh, facility a single or a single room. Or, or, yeah. Exactly. Which so is, this is more expansive. So which is had funny a, because I think the reason I didn't, I think the reason I didn't like it is because it wasn't as cerebral as the other ones. Mm. It yeah. was very. It was more action-based, and not a lot of thinking went involved into a lot of his actions. So. It was more like hide, okay, try to find out some information, but he really didn't like use his brain that often. And no, he didn't deduce his, much. He just yeah, kind of used his brawn and his physical appearance yeah. to get things done. He was a wood, yeah. Oh, wait, there word. was the at the end when he gets the cop's attention at the auction. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was clever. That was clever. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. But, but that's like the only time you really see him be clever in the yeah. entire movie. Yeah. Most of it is. Running and, and you know and I like action films I do I like action films but I think why I like Hitchcock 
is more because you have to sit there and actually think mm. about yeah. some of the things or try to figure things out. And this one, it was all given to you. Yeah, there right. really was wasn't that much funny. you had to figure out. Right. It was all explained. Mm. So I think that's why I found it boring because I like sitting there trying to figure out what's going on or who's the bad guy and what's this all about. Mm. And for the first like 20 minutes of the movie, it was kind of like that. You've got this case of mistaken identity, and you're sitting there going, well, maybe he is this dude. Maybe he's, like, fucking with them so he doesn't get caught. No, he really doesn't know what's going on, and they shove a bottle of bourbon down his throat, and, and they... Mo Mother Dearest comes to rescue. Right. They try to they try to kill him, and he yeah. manages to get out of it by being an excellent drunk driver, yep. and... He drives better than I do sober. It's oh, just, Jesus. you know, it's it was one of those, okay, let's see what's going on, but then... They explain it. Like, you get this group of people sitting around a table, like, very much like what we're doing right now. Kind of, um, yeah. And basically the, going... The Oni, yes. The basically Oni. going, oh, this dude Kaplan, he doesn't actually exist. And this guy's getting framed for all this other stuff. And, oh, well, let, let's just let him be the patsy for it. Because like, well, we've shame. got bigger fish to fry. And it's like, okay, so Kaplan doesn't exist? Why couldn't you not say that and wait till the end when you find that out? That would have been a great, like, yeah. twist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right, Wait till yeah. the end to find out that Kaplan isn't a real person. You know, that the entire time he's been chasing after no one. Right. That would have been a great twist. That would have been a great Hitchcock twist. Right, yeah. And like, they let it go 25 minutes into the It's like film. the guy at a party trying to tell you the story who gives it up halfway through. Right. Sure. I was very disappointed in that. Yeah, I didn't really mind because I, I figured, okay, they're... Um, giving us little clues about what's going on. Now we have to think about um, Thornhill's safety now because it's like, oh, he's just chasing a wild goose chase, red herring thing. Right, but and we know that. And, and they, the, the people even... Were the FBI or something? They're like, they're, uh, they're alphabet CIA. soup. They say alphabet soup. Yeah, but there, but it doesn't really matter. Like they're right. they're another organization. They, they were actually no, they were, no, you guys are correct. So they I mean, were, they're a type of organization, mm -hmm. but they're actually they're, like the initials are ONI, which is, stands for uh, uh, the Office of Naval Intelligence. So that group was that's who they were part of that group, which is an odd group to. I don't know. I really don't. I can't wrap my mind and, around why. And but. Oni is also a Japanese demon, but I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure he intended that. Oh, interesting. Um, I'm thinking of now we have to. Uh, let's see. Crap. Uh, in my zeal to to say something, I forgot what I was gonna say. Well, I can give you. I can give you a minute to to get back there because there's one thing about this movie that kind of triggered me a little bit. The whole thing ends up happening. They did, like the ONI or whatever never targeted Thornhill in the first place. No. No. This was completely mistaken identity because mm -hmm. the two guys waiting to see who you know to see this thought he they were being signaled. Yeah. When he went, I need to send out a message. Boy, come here. And he, they thought that was the signal. And that is kind of a triggering thing for me because I have always, ever since I was like old enough to understand what like a kind of what like a criminal gang or whatever it was yeah I was always worried that I was accidentally giving off some kind of get like you know some kind of some kind oh, of symbol or some kind of yeah. some kind of thing like just like walking down the street if I like 
you know, move my hand the wrong way. It's just like, this is a signal, let's just do a drive-by or something. It's like, I've always worried that, you know, there's, oh. some, there's something innocuous. I know it's dumb. I no, know I can no, understand no, no, that. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we can too, yeah. And yeah. it's like, I understand, yeah. I understand yeah. it's dumb, but it's just like, it's just something that's always there. It's like, yeah. if I accidentally wave at somebody who's not waving at me, it's just like, is that a signal? Oh God! What's happening? Ooh. <laughs> Where's the KGB? What's happening? Yeah, I, I can. I, I get what you mean. Yeah. I can safely say I've never had that thought, That's but okay. now I'm going to. Yeah. So thanks. Enjoy. Uh, yeah. I used to worry. What if I? What if I made my letter T's too curly and somebody thought it was like a covert swastika or something? <laughs> Yeah, but going back to what you were saying though about like uh, hand signals, the, the fascinating thing about our culture is as we've evolved, we've taken all these strange um, turns where things that used to mean one thing now mean apparently another. And as I've learned, I think within the past month, um, and it still blows my mind, if you do as we've always done, okay, don't do the okay symbol. You can't do okay anymore it's, because that means something been, completely. It's been adopted into a very bad culture. Yeah, yeah. and that, that I was like, I, got into, I never knew about that. that yeah, really I got into a conversation. Well, conversation is a nice way to put it. Got into a bit of an altercation with somebody about it, saying like, "Man, everyone's so so sensitive about everything. Since when is this a, a hate sign? It's like ever since bigots started using it to be one." Yeah. It really takes Can't away from these simple things. Yeah. You know. can attempt to take it back, yeah. but they've kind of adopted oh. it and kind of went, well, this is what I this means now. And, and so like, they continue to do it. So That'd be like Germany trying to say, well, now we're going to make the swastika, you know, a, a Tibetan good luck charm again. He's like, no, it's, it's already been tainted. Yeah. Yeah, but well, well, something, years, yeah. Even something as simple as you <laughs> you go to wave at somebody and, and you just happen to extend your hand as far as you can and you decide to wave it. I mean, yep. that could be mistaken for like... Um, no, like I, think it, you know, I think there's a very specific like thing for that. It seems to be right. Yeah, you just go and like waving, things. putting your hand up and waving at someone. No one's going to say anything. But if you're, you know, Pledge like of Allegiance to the flag yeah. and you do that... Then that's an issue. Yeah, like, do right. You know, right. that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That. Isn't that you know, how so they did it in like old, really old photos, like really, really, really old, before all that Germany stuff? I mean, I think so. like I maybe maybe I've never seen a photo. Yeah. Maybe. I just wonder, like, during the time when, you know, Hitler was around, if somebody happened to extend the rub and, like, wave, did somebody question in their mind, is that a, what are they, wait, wait, wait are they saying Hitler, Hitler, you know, I wonder. I hate to say it, you know, probably. Time, yeah. it, because when I look at our okay now, it's like, well, it's not, doesn't see, mean okay, you're when like, When I wave oh, at people okay. out of the mail truck, like, I, I do the same, same neighborhoods every day, so I know people, when I wave to them, I just kind of do, like, the, hey, wave, like, oh, yeah, wait, you know, uh, yeah. peace, yeah. do a peace sign. Yeah. <laughs> but make sure you don't do the peace sign backwards, because that's something really rough in... Uh, that means oh, something else. Okay. That, that's something really see, rough see in, that? in I didn't even know that. That's why. Uh, this is in Britain. This is in Britain. This, this, is, this yeah. is basically fuck you. Yeah, this oh. is... Yeah, this, it's, basically, wow. it's basically sideways. Yeah. It's, like, it's like hang your balls on a wire hang fence. Hang your balls on a wooden fence. Yeah. What? Uh, wow. Yep. Okay. Uh. You know, it's like essentially like this sideways, and, you just and then if you, like and that. then if you do that, it's a rolling fuck you because you've yep. got both hands going. Wow. Yeah. Huh. It's like the gold post, but you know, you know, with a, with an accent. Huh. You welcome. You learn it's something like new week, every you know, day. You don't do this. You don't do this. Right. In Italy. Yeah. yeah. In Italy, this yeah. is bad too. This is bad. Right. That's a Shakespearean insult. I do yeah. bite my thumb. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, we We're learned. teaching Bob stuff today. Yeah, we, we, we <laughs> learned. Like that cultured, I know how to swear <clears throat> in many languages. Yeah, me too. 
Yeah, yeah we you learned. I'd ask for the bathroom in a couple too. That's I about can say it. I love you in a lot of them. Quando es la biblioteca? <laughs> Where's the librarian? Where's the library? I need to. Uh, yeah, we were in Mexico. We never found a damn library. How do you say your cat's on fire? Uh, I'm I'm probably saying it wrong. It's like Megato is in in the fuego, something like that. What's the one with the pantalones? The pantalones is in fuego. That could be completely wrong as well. There's one like my cat pants are on fire. There's a cat in my pants on fire or something to that effect. Before we get back to the movie, why don't we pay a few bills? Tell you a little bit more about Forty Forty One Media. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Now lastly, we have our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash mttm. As we said, it's always free to subscribe and share. However, anything you can donate would certainly be appreciated. Thanks so much and back to the show. I'm going to take that cold shower now. We're back. <laughs> so before we get deep into it, let's do a few quick specs on the film. Yeah. Uh, release date, uh, July 1st, 1959. Budget for the film was estimated at $4.3 million. The box office for the film, $9.8 million. Did okay for Is itself. that in um, modern money or like then money? I, think I don't know. It's whatever money, Wikipedia told me. I take them take them at their word. So. Yeah. yeah. I would assume it's them money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Probably. That's that wiki money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah usually, a, usually a Wikipedia article would say adjusted for inflation would mm -hmm. be this, yeah, uh, afterward. But it's a, yeah. Speaking of money, want to hear some cool facts about Cary Grant? <coughs> okay. That I found yeah. out. So Cary Grant was living it up, man, back in the day. So his contract for this film, just up front, he got paid uh, 450 grand. Right? Okay. All right, now, he had this really amazing thing that I wish we could all have a contract for wherever we work, that uh, if he had to stay an extended period beyond his contract, uh, he would get paid an additional 5000 uh, per day, uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, what was great about that, in particular for this film, was the fact that, which this will actually roll into a whole other story, which will explain this story, which is amazing too. So, originally... Uh, Hitchcock had been uh, telling Jimmy Stewart at the time, who I guess they were like still filming Vertigo, or whatever. He had this great idea for this new film that he wanted to make, mm -hmm. which was Here We Are, North by Northwest, which we're here for. Mm. Um, Jimmy, based on what I read, was very, very interested and determined to be uh, Roger Thornhill. I think I kind of used to assume that he was. Yeah. I wasn't really familiar with this movie. But the fascinating thing was uh, due to. Um, this still blows my mind because we, we talk about Hitchcock in such uh, high praise. Back then, people uh, condemned, uh, looked down upon uh, Stewart because they said he was too old, he was miscast, and they were disappointed with the the box office return at the time. So at, for whatever reason, Hitchcock looked at this as all uh, a bad thing and said, well, maybe Jimmy Stewart's not the right guy to continue with. So ultimately, Vertigo was the last film with Stewart. Uh, and um, at the time... 
the film Anatomy of Murder, which was being filmed at Sony, uh, was coming up and Stuart was considered for the role. So what Hitchcock was doing in the meantime, he was like a sort of like bartering time because he wanted to have Cary Grant, but he didn't know how to tell Jimmy Stewart, I don't want you as Roger Thornhill. So what he did was he purposely delayed the filming of uh, North by Northwest by nine weeks, which kicked in Cary Grant's uh, special great contract of earning an additional five grand per day, so he so he ends up walking away with I don't know like two I got two uh, different websites telling me information. One said he made at least three hundred fifty grand, three hundred fifteen grand, excuse me, or upwards of three hundred ninety. I don't know if that was the, due to the inflation, but Damn. he didn't specify. But he ended up walking away with over three hundred extra grand in his pocket for doing uh, absolutely nothing. For absolutely nothing because <laughs> hit, uh, oh my God. he didn't Hitch, look like Hitchcock a purposely either. delayed the filming no. because he wanted. Uh, the anatomy of murder, once it started filming, um, <laughs> there goes Stuart into the role. So then Hitchcock goes, oh, I was going to offer you this role. Oh, you're already into that film? I'm sorry, Jim. Oh, so it really, we have it, to move on. I'm so, so it was like the most cool, like, shading thing ever, but... Uh, ultimately, Hitchcock got the actor he wanted, and he was able to like, so ultimately, like, tiptoe, like he, he, around he the just, situation and sort of see. He spent ass. almost three hundred thousand dollars extra to get the guy he wanted, to just to get the guy he wanted, just to break up and, 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 and break to up avoid with... an awkward yes. conversation. Yes. yes. I would do oh, the same thing no. if I could. Yeah. I prefer if you money, you can do that. Not hurting sure. his yeah. feelings. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, you started. Yeah, that. no, he no. just basically paid uh, paid Cary Grant to help him break up with Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to see Jimmy Stewart in this movie. It's not you, it's me. Yeah. That's my fantasy casting. And the interesting thing, I guess that the same Stuart year. Stewart blinked. <laughs> God. The interesting thing, too, was with the, that film, Anatomy of a Murder, it ended up being one of the top-grossing films of the year anyway, so I think it only uh, etched out, like, uh, North by Northwest by, like, one or two films, making just slightly more money, so so Stewart ended up making out okay in the end. He got yeah, a top-grossing right. film, and I'm sure him, I didn't find any further information, but I don't think it hindered uh, his relationship with Hitchcock, because, hey, Hitchcock was smart with what he did, but... <laughs> an extra three hundred grand in your pocket, man. You can get whoever you want to do whatever well, you want. Well, there's also a there was also a lot of, of um, competition between Jimmy Stewart and um, mm-hmm. and Cary uh, Grant mm-hmm. simply because Cary uh, Grant was very jealous of Jimmy Stewart because mm-hmm. Jimmy Stewart had won uh, many awards yes. for the uh, movies right. and films that he had been in, Oscars and, and Golden Cary Golds. Grant had not. Yeah, yeah. Um, he never won he one never Oscar. He never won one Oscar. Never no. won. No. Um, and it was a big point of contention with him. So there was always this bit of trying to one up. Yeah, they uh, Jimmy had a Stewart. And they did. Yeah. They had yeah. one for a very long time. Um, and like I said, Jimmy Stewart was kind of like the ideal actor for the time because he was married to the same woman. He was very uh, yes. active in his church. He had children. There were, you know, he was the the squeaky clean good boy that Hollywood liked. He, they liked to show him off because this is ideal. This is what we want. Cary Grant was not that guy. Cary Grant was married <laughs> four times. Cary, five times. Five times. I'm sorry. Five times. That's right. The last... That's yeah. I forgot about the last yeah. one. But he, he was... Um, an avid womanizer. Mm-hmm. He was a heavy drinker. Mm-hmm. Like, there was... A, he got into a lot of trouble a lot of the time. And they still cast him because he was a fine actor. 
and but he caused trouble almost every on every set he was on he caused some trouble yeah. so they were you know he was kind of hollywood's bad boy so you, people like him because everybody kind of likes the bad boy but they he wasn't the the star quality they wanted to show off and jimmy stewart got a lot more I, I want to say the better roles and the better deals through a lot of the companies and you got to remember the way the companies work back then when you signed with a company you signed for a multi-picture deal mm -hmm. and when you signed that contract you couldn't get out of it right so if you signed a four four movie deal with like MGM for example um and you did the first movie and you hated working for MGM and you hated working with these directors, you were still stuck with them. Right, yeah. And you were stuck with whatever movie the, the, uh, uh, the company gave you. Right. And if they decided they didn't like what you were doing, they were going to give you a crap movie. And that's what they did. Right. And that's why he got a, a few of his films flopped so badly. Because he was working for a company that he had signed a contract with who weren't necessarily happy with him. And so they went, well, we want to put this movie out with this actress and you're going to do it. Even if you're 20 years older than her and it's going to make a big deal. They made a big deal out of stuff like that because um, the romance shouldn't have happened because, you know, if he's 45, she's 20. That's kind of icky. It's icky mm. now, yeah. you know, but they kept doing it. True. Yeah. True. Isn't he an arsenic and old lace? Yes, he is. Arsenic, Arsenic and All This is a fantastic movie. It's probably, I think we've got to fit it in somewhere mm. in here, but it's just the, um, yeah. And, uh, I would enjoy having an illness where I think I'm Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Teddy Roosevelt was badass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And with this, I it, it, there's... There's a lot with this movie, but I think, you know, we're not going to go through scene by scene because a lot of it has been parodied. We already mentioned a lot of it. I think only the airplane and the Rushmore things have really been parodied. Yeah. There's been some others I remembered vaguely. I'm like, oh my God, I remember this. Wow, this is, seemed, this is almost shot for shot. Yeah. It's the same. I mean, it's you got this uh, guy, I mean, Roger Thornhill, who's in advertising, who does, uh, what did they call it? it was, there was no lying in, ever, in marketing or... Uh, oh, I got rid of... The, yeah. Oh, wait, I didn't get rid of the yeah. window. Um, with all the quotes and shit. Oh, yeah, in the yeah. world of advertising, there's no such thing as a lie. There's only expedient exaggeration. Yeah, and... <laughs> That's yeah. how he got his taxi cab. Yeah, and Dan, you're right, too. It's yeah. like he's basically was a discount... He's uh, like dollar store Don Draper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, paying off the cabbie, you know, to put this put this woman back where she belongs. You know, like, it's like, rude. Are, like, are you, you fucking really like you know? Yeah. Like, you're like this woman has your life on a ledger. I mean, you're gonna go to this like it's still this poor like you know. Where else is he gonna send her? One of the things I wanted to say, and this is slightly going into fantasy casting, but <coughs> he goes to this restaurant. He goes to meet his friends, and he gets kidnapped, and the whole plot starts going everywhere. Yep. I just wanted to see something like Airplane, you know, where at the end of Airplane, where the guy's still in the taxi at the end. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you know, yeah. he's like, okay, we'll give him ten more minutes. The whole freaking thing goes on, and still they, they go, they go through the credits, it's the end, and then the guys are still waiting at the restaurant for them with see? the drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. There was a fun little pun at the very end, which we'll get to when we get there, but uh, yeah, the, the, I think oh, the cat yes. thing would have been fun. Yeah. I had, I had a, a different cat, different cab scene yeah. but very similar idea yeah. um towards the end of the movie when he's going to um van damme's 
yeah. like house, yeah. and he has the cab drop him off like yeah. down the mountain. Yeah. Why don't you just have the cab wait for him? You could run mm. down the hill, jump in the cab, and take off. Yep. Right. Yeah. But no, he sends him away. It's like you should have had him wait there. And then once everything happens at the end of that movie, yeah. the cab could still be waiting there. Just like going back to the cab, he's like. Yo, Mita's running. It's been three hours. <laughs> is he coming? Would he have been able to get out the oh, gate, yes, though? Oh, yes, he is coming. Yes, he is. I don't know. If he had used the car to run through the gate, it would have been oh, fine. That, that, car is like th that car was like three tons. <laughs> that gate yeah. looked pretty damn heavy. Yeah, and the car was pretty damn heavy, too. It's a battering ram. You just want to get the hell out. I mean, it's not your car. What do you care? <laughs> um, right. Well, you know, if you hug the windshield, <laughs> splat. Yeah. Eh, oh yeah, yeah. Especially yeah, in no those cars. Yeah. No airbags. One car didn't have any seatbelts. Well, it's not like you were gonna hit a brick wall. That, that right. That's a gate. It would have opened. If you yeah. do hit a brick wall, you're speared like a martini olive with an old car like right. that. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's a weird mental image. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. kind of perfect for uh. For, yeah. uh Cary Grant, though. Oh, yeah. Like when he was talking about the sardines. Uh, yeah. That's oh, it. yeah. You should pack me in want, oil when he's hiding in the bed. I want olive oil. oil. Yeah. What? Hiding in the bed. I'm going to be a sardine. Oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, and we, um, we took a train ride from an Amtrak train from Arizona to New Mexico. Yeah. Those beds are not that comfortable. I took an Amtrak train from Boston yeah. to Georgia. Ooh. Okay? I've been there. Yeah. I've been on one of these train rides. Yeah. And I didn't get a bed. I no. sat in the seat. Ooh. Yeah. It was all right, because they, they do actually sit back, and they got plugs oh, okay. and Wi-Fi. You're fine. So it's not like an airplane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No. It's, yeah. It's, it was actually quite good. I just I can't sleep no matter yeah. where I am. But. Yeah. Well, we had one of the bedrooms. We just said we uh, did that. I think I got a little bit of a nap, but I just I remember what's the food. Lot. Once the food was ready, am I okay? And, you know, we got there. <coughs> we got to the dining cart scene. I have a little slight story on that. but The interesting thing yeah. about this scene was uh, Grant had seen, uh, obviously, it was, uh, this was all on a set, this uh, particular scene. Uh, initially, when uh, Cary Grant, who somehow Hitchcock had a lot of faith in his opinion at the time, he claimed that the initial, uh, like, there's no, I have actually, like, no, I couldn't find any pho photographic proof or anything. It was just word of mouth, something, I guess, that uh, I, I, this uh, interview that Eva Marie Saint had done, I guess, like, uh, what was it, back in 2012, so about seven years ago now. And she said that. Uh, because he was uh, Grant was unimpressed with the the appearance of that set, he relayed that to Hitchcock, who took his word for it and actually had the production redesign that entire set so it looked more accurate to a train, and so that when he actually was inside, he could be more comfortable. <laughs> well, huh. um, didn't. Uh, Cary Grant and Hitchcock do like four movies together, something like that. Yeah, between so, Stuart, yeah, Stuart and Grant, they equally did uh, four films per uh, for each. So this couldn't have been the first one he did, is it? This one, uh, fifty nine. No, this was not one. No, because he had done uh, Notorious back in forty six. He did Notorious. Suspicion back in uh, late forties, early fifties. Okay, 50s. so yeah, so he. They so knew I want to say other. this was probably like one of his latter. I want to say at least close to his last film. So they were last. probably friends. Yeah. They they'd probably become friends. So yeah, that's probably why uh, he yeah. took his opinion into it. Plus. Hitchcock is, is Hitchcock. If he looked at something and thought about it for a while, he would have been like, hmm, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Scrap it. Let's do it again. Mm. Nice. Mm. 
and you know, so the whole thing gets off where, um, you know, we've already talked about the scene where you know he gets massively uh, blitzed out of his mind on bourbon uh, with this mistaken identity with the these gangsters. Pour it down his yeah. throat. They think yeah. he's Kaplan. Should have given him a red solo cup. It would have been so much easier. <laughs> yeah. So much easier. If only they existed. Yeah. Were they trying to make him dri- drunk drive off a cliff? Yes. Yeah, that's um, the idea. Yeah. But they didn't yeah. really expect him to be able to drive drunk the way he yeah, did. Yeah, they figured he, he was in such a stupor. <laughs> Yeah, they figured he was in such a stupor, he'd just kind of sit there singing until he went off the cliff, but no. instead he's just like, His will huh? to live kind of oh, kicked Jesus, in. Jesus, no! <laughs> yeah, something is wrong here. No. I love the fact that he really didn't stop driving until... He almost uh, hit the biker. He almost hit the it biker. Was the biker. Yeah, that, that and then me. the cop car hit no, him. The biker. I no, just no. thought that was really funny. Like, okay, that's the only thing that got him to stop. Yeah. The cop behind him, no. <laughs> we were watching. I saw the guy on the bike. I'm like, oh no, Alfred, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Oh. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Don't worry, he wasn't like a high school valedictorian. He can live another day. <laughs> it wasn't Eric Idle. He's fine. He'll live. He'll live. <laughs> uh, he's taken to the police station. The Glen uh, Police Station. Yeah. He keeps demanding the police at the police station. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Say, that, was, that was the best <laughs> part of it. That was funny. That entire yeah. scene was No, funny. no, no. Go get the cops. Because he is that level drunk. Yeah. That, no, no, I sleep. I love how they're like, we have a nice cell for you. No, no, no. Like yeah. he, cl- he climbs on the table while he's getting essentially yes. like he's getting like deposed or whatever. He just climbs on the table. I'm like, gonna take a nap. Yeah. Thank you. No, how with this? No. That looks great. That was funny. That was really funny. That was like I said, the first 20 minutes, 25 minutes. I was I was really into this movie, and yeah. then I was just like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's yeah, it goes down from like when he meets Ava, and it's like, oh, okay, this now is. Now it's turning into a romance. Yeah, this is gonna happen. Okay. Uh, for eight minutes, we're gonna be married. And by the really, end of the movie. and like she's super easy. I was like, but that, that's why I was like, she's too easy. Right. She's but, way too but easy. But there was something that's like, okay, they're they're like making out on the on the on the little bed there. Like, okay, the porter comes in, they're making out. I'm like, she's into something. She yep. knows something here. And then when you see the note, it's like, ah, okay. Uh, yeah. This is. Saw, saw the note. I'm like, you. Bitch. Yeah, she's a spy. Yeah. No. So. This is after his face has been plastered all over the Nash, national yeah. newspapers. Yeah, yeah. well, it's all over New York, and then it went to Chicago. He yeah. made a real dumb mistake. Mm. Yeah. Oh, God, so dumb. All right, so you get, you know, he's drunk because they tried to kill him because they took him for someone that he wasn't. Mm. Um, George Kaplan. George Kaplan. They think he's George Kaplan. He's not George Kaplan. He gets arrested. He goes to a quick morning trial uh, where he's told he has to try to prove what happened. His mama showed up. His mom shows up and gives him disapproving looks for the re- for the next ten minutes. Um, <laughs> his mother shows up, does not help. Yeah. The police go with him. I thought that was interesting that the police went with him to this house to prove that, you know, he was basically uh, drugged and kidnapped oh, from yeah. this, the this town, the, name? the Townsend home. That's the Townsend okay. home. Because they want to see uh, Leo, was it Leo Townsend. Yeah, that was the actual owner seen, of the home. Yes. But the home's been, like, boarded up for at least several months because he finds the real Townsend, who works at the UN. Yes. Because when they went back to the house, it's just, like, straight up, he's being straight up gaslit at yeah. this point. 
like all the booze is gone. Mm-hmm. All the booze, everything he says that happened, like, oh, I, I spilt all this liquor over here. It should be stained on the couch. There's no stain. He opens up a cupboard that the, the liquor's supposed to be. This is where the booze is. It's all books. It's like, all books. I remember when liquor came in bottles. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Mom, stop helping. Um, and then this woman that, that you not, none of us actually saw because she just kind of shows up and she starts talking about how he was at the dinner party that she threw and he already showed up wasted and all this thing and she becomes very credible and he's not credible because he was drunk driving. I have to say one of her words. Masad is... Masad is... I love that one. I was like, that's not how you say it, but I like the way she said that. Masad is... Um... Popsish. Masad is... Oh, and apparently the car was stolen. The stolen car, yes. So he stole the car, drunk drunk drove, um, and then according to this this random woman, mm-hmm. was lying to the police about, you know, what had actually happened because, and what she says makes a hell of a lot more sense than I was kidnapped and they shoved a bottle of bourbon down my throat. <laughs> yes. So, basically he has to pay a fine of $2. Oh my god. Pay the $2. Yeah. Um, and so unpaid of $2. Uh, it, you wow. know, Grand Theft Auto, nah. It's fine. Nah, gr- nah, it's fine. Here's where I had trouble. All right, so you're the Glen Cove police. You probably know your community, right? I mm-hmm. think you'd want to know. So if you're going to go to yeah. someone's home and you're assumingly trying to identify if you're the person that owns this home, don't you want to like actually like know that the person you're talking to is that person and it not depends. and not be like, oh you're this, oh you're the towns, oh you are, and they're all like, oh you're that, and you're the wife, oh you're the wife, okay you're the wife. Okay. You also got to remember though, like, this uh, is this is like rich rich people town, and even he the dude who owned the house said it. He's not there very often. Mm. He he has an apartment in the city. That's his house. His wife is dead. Yes. That's so the thing. so like, wife is dead. Like what they. But they never go into specifics something? as to how long she's been dead. She could have been dead twenty years. You don't know. Yeah. By that point, the police officers are new and different. That's yeah. yeah so because yeah. by that time he's talking to him in the UN and bam, bad guy throws a knife in his back. Yep. Yeah, and that, that was the part that really got me because Thornhill. Don't yeah. grab the knife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Said, Thank you because he does that. He's like, oh my god, oh my god, look at the knife. Oh. Don't pull oh. the knife out. Oh, you fucking idiot. Oh, no. And then the photo- and photographer that happened just to be there, right? The perfect moment. He was uh. like, I have the knife. <laughs> it's over. You're done. And that's the picture in the paper. And the only oh, yeah. reason he was there is because he actually wanted to track down the actual person. Yep, and according to the picture that he had stolen, um, Townsend was supposed to be at the UN. He goes, he shows up, he asks for Townsend, and this dude that he's never seen before shows up and says, I'm actually Townsend, and explains that he doesn't. He owns the home out, out in upstate New York, but he's not there. And they're having a discussion where he's like, oh, I need to talk to you about this. And then suddenly there's a knife in his back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have the uh, little Alfred E. Newman type of, uh, you know, assassin right. sitting there waiting for him. And I'm guessing they yeah. clearly didn't have metal detectors back in the day because to carry a knife like that. No. Uh, yeah. No, like even to, <coughs> I was at, I was near the UN on a tour bus in 2007. I want to say. And to even be near the block, you there are guards around the area. 
you know, just to, you know, obviously, I think something was going on at that time, you know, to be fair at that point, but... It's also post-9-11. Right, yeah. right, well, the mix of both, but yeah. it was, like, it was a little bit heavier security, but the tour guide told us, he says, no, no, there's like, this is real, it's like, we're gonna have to pull the bus over for a moment, and they brought the, the, uh, the police, uh, or, and the guards came onto the bus, because it's like, okay, you're in the vicinity of the UN, we need to check you out, like, you know, and then there must like, have been something big going on at that point maybe there was something there but they said you're know, like this is kind of standard well, mostly um but it's still like it was just like okay like we looked at it was, which was fine but i, I, I it was I, nice to, it was interesting to see the un though i want to say that that probably they they bumped up probably security quite a bit yeah after 93 after the the bomb went yeah, off. Tip, yeah yeah um, yeah. Right, right, yeah. So it, it's that's, I think, when they started taking that stuff really seriously. Because I guarantee you, in the 80s, you could have gotten through with a lot of crap. I yeah. guarantee it. The fascinating yeah. thing, too, was even for Hitchcock to uh, make this scene work, he wanted to actually film inside the UN, but they didn't give him permission. So he had him and his crew, they actually they had to take hidden cameras in just to get a perspective on how it looked. So when he went to design the set... So they could replicate it? So he, he had to replicate it, yeah. which was weird. And the fact that, I mean, the only distinction like for that, I mean, the, I, I understood the logic when they explained it was, so the fact that those people, in this, the scene in the film, when they were all in that like uh, room, they called that the, uh, like the public uh, commune room or something. Right, yeah. The word public, meaning like general, meaning like, oh, anybody can go in. It's like, okay, I get the public, logic. Yeah. Therefore, anybody could be in there. So the fact that the, one of the goons is like, hey, I got a giant-ass knife. I'm just going to like throw it at his back and kill him. It's like, well, I guess it's okay because it's a public room or a general room, if you want to call it that. So that justified that scene. But I guess ultimately, I mean, I would imagine like throughout the duration of the UN, like they've always had security. Yeah. Because clearly they didn't want Hitchcock in there filming anything they're like we don't want you showing anybody anything like literally right all. yeah and he has to like have a hidden camera go oh that's a good shot that's a good angle we could use this and that so he has to recreate that or replicate it like you said mm -hmm. and that's how you get the scene the way it's perceived huh. what's interesting too is that oh, when we get to it later with the the mount rushmore scene but that exact uh <laughs> studio set is seemingly reused again it's like oh this is familiar i've seen this in the film <laughs> <laughs> But, but continue on from there. Yeah, it's, um, you know, so, so basically, you know, the chase is, chase is on, you know, he starts running and he runs, he meets Eva on the train. She and helps they have, cover for yeah. his ass. She, he, first she helps cover and then they have dinner, which is pointless. And yep. then they go back to her room. And he, I like, I do like him hiding in like the bed part. Yeah. That was really funny that she stole the porter's key yeah. so she could lock him in the bed. So he's locked up there and he's just complaining the whole time. <laughs> it's too hot in here. Get uh, me yeah. out. Yeah. Get breathe. Yeah, I think at that point, you know, just go like, if I was like, oh yeah, we've seen these people, and he's like, and I just pictured he would fart or sneeze or something. Right. Like, here you go. Yeah, yeah. You just get him so I could sleep. Yeah. That whole point was just, that whole part was just so like, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's... And it just dragged on. These the seduction scene lasted way oh, too man. long. Can we talk yeah. about that? Like who the who who takes that long to 
to do that. I mean, I know it was a film, but Jesus, I'm like, nobody talks like, I'm, I imagine like, oh, kiss, kiss, kiss. All right, let's have a few lives. Let's kiss, have kiss, more, kiss. Let's, let's have conversations. Let's, let's do a 360. We'll turn. Like, you'll be on top. I'll be on the, I'm Not like, while making out. Like, what is like Especially when you're standing. It's, it's it don't so work goofy. that way. I'm like, why? <laughs> it's a movie thing, because a lot of movies do that, where they'll be making oh, out. and then so silly. But it's usually the woman, if you, if you look at it, it's usually the woman who says something. Yeah. She yeah. stops the, the kissing to oh, say... Oh, she's the enchanter. Like, she clearly right. had him, like, uh, by the Oh, yeah, absolutely. From, like, but it's oh, usually the woman who says something like, tell me you love me. Or something like that. Right, yeah. Take it any longer. It doesn't... No, no, was <laughs> it doesn't work that way, and nobody talks that that. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter what era you're in. It was way too... But it was, it's a movie thing, because they do that in a lot right. of movies. Right, yeah. The seduction yeah. scene was way too long, the whole talking about, there's only one bed, and do you have pajamas? your pajamas you're not gonna need them anyway what's your point yeah no, there's only one bed gee what, a what are you gonna do in the one bed oh my god the same it... thing you would do in another room is with not... only one bed is it a double bed <laughs> scandalous sleep well, on the floor of course duh we all know Just... no that was a funny uh, joke and yeah. if it had been done in a in a quick sort of way yeah. it would have been great I would have laughed at that but no if you're taking too fucking long let's go come yeah. on the only thing I did like was when uh uh, was it Eve? Uh, Eve's Eva Marie's character, like she turned, and the, the way the lighting uh, happened to hit like uh, yes. a side of her, it was just I know so exactly. elegant. It was like very like Grace Kelly, mm -hmm. yeah. that elegant, like that radiant. There was something just really beautiful. So I enjoyed that like quick second of that. But beyond that, I'm like, please get me past this. I I get the idea. I get, I get it. it. Yeah. They're gonna have. Yeah. They're gonna bone. You're gonna yeah. go They're gonna it. bone. Get it. Yeah. And she and I liked the you know the whole little they're making out and then her eyes sort of like he goes to hug her and her eyes open and you get that worried look on her face and it's like oh oh because she's not really into this this is not something that she yeah. really wants to to do per se yeah well or she, or she's feeling guilty about it I yeah. should put it that way not so much that she doesn't want to do it because oh you know it's movie magic they fall in love because you know penis equals love so magic, um, magic penis equals love mm -hmm. um the love wiener is <laughs> love machine <laughs> a love wiener <laughs> uh, so there's a quickie story on this. I just gotta go back to like the dinner scene okay they so that's when the, the detectives show yeah, up and that's yeah. how they find out yeah and they're on the uh, you know they're the back and forth like we had this train ride ride from Arizona to uh, New Mexico and I'm like I'm like okay I'll eat I'll do something I'll like, grab some food and you know we'll take it back later Kaz is still sleeping I'm like okay I'm hungry I'm gonna go so we go get there and they like read it's true what they do on on trains is like you don't get a choice where to sit or who to sit with they no, just, just kind of sit they're like okay you sit with these people and I sat with this woman who Claimed that she was a gypsy and then claimed she was from the future. Okay. Oh, she's a what? Kardashian. Yeah, and, uh -huh. yeah, and she just like kept talking in just like random tones and saying, you know, I am from the future, from the year 2050. 2050 is not so great, but 2019, it's not going to be the greatest thing. But watch out for 2016. Yeah. And she just kept saying these random numbers. Yeah. You mean the great like, celebrity? Yeah, and she's like, well, I. <laughs> oh, no, 
other things happened in 2016. Yeah, she's like, she well, I think you want to be able to see this, but you know you should be it. But I can tell, looking at your head, looking at the way you look, and I thought about this with the scene, looking at you, the way you look, with the way you shine, I'm like, because I'm bald. She's <laughs> like, no, it's like, the way that you shine, you are going to be a great hero. I'm like, I have my wife calling me. I'll see you later. And, <laughs> And it's like, you are going to have the eggs. What? <laughs> Hard boiled. I'm like, Hopefully yes, what the eat. fuck are you so, talking so, about? So, Nick, are you going to save us from the dragon? Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> is this going to be like Reign of Fire or some shit? <laughs> it's just... I really wish that that was the scene. You know, like I picture like a parody of this, and just somebody just babbling. And they're just like, "Oh no, I know you. You're you're the killer. Yeah, you're you're the one that's been in the papers, right? We know it's yeah. you because we're not fucking Clark Kent, right?" It just it just reminds me of a <laughs> moment I had. Uh, I used to work in a job taking mm. reservations. Mm. One day. A woman called up, and um, I answered to you know take the take her reservation. And as soon as I mentioned the name of the property, she launches into this twenty-minute diatribe <laughs> about how she's on the run from the Russian mafia who are trying to kill all the gays, and <laughs> like like Nicholas Cage is in on it, and he's cooking Jews in his pizza oven, and it's just, it's going on and on and on and on and on, and she finally ends this with, and I'm, I'm sitting there the whole time, I got my headset on, I keep muting myself so I don't laugh at her, I'm just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, and back in my head I'm like, you have engaged crazy, pull up, pull up, abort, abort, but I'm just, she's just going and going and going, at the very end, she, she's, she gets like five or six other celebrities involved in it and she ends with and that n-word bitch oprah is behind all of it she didn't say n-word she said the full word and i'm like "Uh uh-huh and she's like okay and then hangs up at that point now this book (laughs) she didn't even book anything she just wanted to call the hotel to yell at somebody about the russian mafia and the and nicholas cage's pizza oven and some kind of weirdness (laughs) i I don't even know but at that job periodically (laughs) random calls would have been like recording now i get like this call may may be recorded at that point i put myself on like pause i ran and found a manager i'm like please tell me you recorded that last (laughs) call i will give you money for a copy of that last call, and of course they didn't. Uh, <laughs> of course. Yeah, Dan and I worked at the same place, yes. and it's just I I remember that day very clearly <laughs> because I'm like walking through it, oh. and I look and I out of like you, out of sheer boredom, sometimes you just kind of look and see what other people are you doing. Kinda, you stand and up and prairie dog like, and just see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and he's you. just like looking, but I'm sitting next to him, and he's just like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, like, I go through, like, three other calls, and he's still, still uh-huh. Still the same stupid call. Uh-huh. I'm like, what the fuck is Whoa. he doing? <laughs> he's going to get in trouble. This call's going too long. I'm like, I know, man. I, I got, I, I can't get a word uh, in edgewise. Yeah, the couple other mutual friends we oh, had yeah, are still yeah. there looking. I'm like, what the frig? And they're like, that was, that, was that was back when you smoked, right? Yeah. Yeah, the other here. It was well past the time for my break. I'm yeah. just like, uh-huh. Yeah, so we both had, like, a... We both had a break and we were just looking at it. I went back I'm like, what the hell was that? <laughs> like, oh, like, I know it had to be good because I heard, I, I saw you run off and look for somebody. So I'm yep. like, 
Oh man, I gotta know about this one like, later. Please, God, tell me you recorded that. <laughs> no, oh. Uh, oh I would have paid man. good money to have a copy of that. It would have been. Oh. But you know, this is craziest side. Like this is like here's another part of this that I really just didn't like. Cary Grant's character is in his mid forties and presumably a bachelor. Yes, it's yeah. How the hell is he? He's got two ex-wives. Yep. Oh yeah. And several bartenders who depend on him. Yeah, which that was a hysterical line. Yes. Yep. Here, but then he's so attached to this girl, immediately. Poontang. Yeah. Oh, it means he hasn't gotten it in a while. Presumably, even when it's I mean, true. She's beautiful. I mean, even recently, in back in her day, and even even as she was older in the interview, she's a very pretty woman. Yeah. Poontang. Hey, ain't gonna lie, yeah, but that still, you look at it like, hey, can I tell you, like, really? Okay, yeah, he's yeah. in his mid-40s, she's 26. You call it vagina mancy, is what it is. She's, she is 26 <laughs> years old, and she's she's actively coming on to him. Yeah. It's not love that he's feeling. No, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 so, yeah. And, and yeah. lust can, can disguise huh. itself yeah. very much like love at the yeah. very beginning of a relationship. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, so, yeah. you know, so they move on, like, he's up there, like, she gives him this random-ass directions to meet at this random bus stop, and then we have the, uh, The cross, longest wait yeah, of our lives. Yeah, this is the crop duster, duster oh. scene, like, okay, listeners, if you've... Oh, good, yeah. yeah. Okay, so if you've seen there, this scene has been parodied multiple times. If you see somebody wake up in the middle of a field being chased by an old plane, this is that scene. Yep. In the reality. All right, few uh, funny couple things that before we get to that point. One, mm. um, when uh, when Roger Thornhill was stuck in uh, Eve's uh, bathroom, he he takes with him a very small uh, razor. Razor. And I, I really I love this, and I I wish to God my grandfather was alive because I would love to ask him. We see a scene where he's coming out as a porter, like to escape. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, gets away from the uh, the two uh, police detectives who are questioning Eve on the walkout. He reluctantly gets away, and then they're like, "Oh shit, he's a porter. We have to go find." And there's like a shitload of porters, and they're like, "Oh, he's not one of these guys." Then uh, next scene, well, we see him in the bathroom, and he has like this tiny ass razor, and he's like try- just shaving his face. And you see the gentleman next to him; he's got like a, you know like normal sized razor, just like swiping well, away. Well, yeah, because that's the lady. Ra- like, that's a lady razor. I know, and I just so got such like a kick out of that. It was great, and the dude looks at him and goes. Yes. And I was just like, I just wanted to be able to ask my grandfather, like, was that like a normal thing back in the day in public? People would actually shave. Oh, yes, yeah. it was. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, they had no uh, idea. In I airports really... and such, they still do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't aware yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're at a major hub airport, uh, when you go into the bathroom, there's a better than average chance somebody's yeah. doing all their like shaving and whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. they've been yeah. traveling okay. for hours yeah. upon hours. Yeah. Yeah. Layover. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks. I didn't realize that. Yeah. No, that's a real thing. I don't know if I was wondering about that. I don't know if Providence. So the last time I Not was really. in no. the last time I was in the the uh, Atlanta airport, yeah, yeah. I, like, I know that they were like the bathrooms were like labyrinthian. They actually had like yeah. a little shower. Oh yeah, yeah, they have facilities and stuff there. Yeah. but so does yeah. probably Florida. Mm-hmm. So try yeah. to avoid airport bathrooms. Atlanta airport also has these things called the uh, called the layover suites. 
where you can rent a room for three hours to take a nap. Huh. Well, that that's that's, that's convenient. Yeah. I just remember the last time. Now, yeah. granted, this was like twenty years ago, but the last time I was in the Atlanta airport, mm-hmm. I remember finding like the the smokers' aquariums. Did there is just literally just a room? Yeah, it's just like a cloud of smoke, and there's like ten people in there. Yeah. just like the last time we were there, the it, is, it is still there. <laughs> knocking on the glass, trying yeah. to scare the smokers. Yeah. <laughs> it is still there, <laughs> actually. Feed it's them? yeah. Yes, don't feed them. Barely. <laughs> don't, don't feed the smokers. <laughs> don't feed them. <laughs> they get very agitated. <laughs> it, just, it turns uh, into a feeding frenzy, and yeah. it just, just gets gross because there's tar yeah. everywhere. My ima- my imagination ran away with me the last time I was there because I just imagined like there was a weird diner um, when I took a business trip to Wichita. Uh, I passed by that, and I imagined there was like all the waitresses on a break at that same time. <laughs> oh, like, honey. oh, honey, these fucking people! <laughs> like. <laughs> See, we uh, recently went on a road trip down to Florida, and yeah. we discovered that the farther south you go, the more likely the waitresses are to call you darling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, one thing I was going to say about this is I was actually a little confused as to why he was doing the the shaving. Yeah. Because if he wanted to make himself less conspicuous, make yourself look less like you. Yeah, grow that yeah. damn beard. Like, True. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah. Like yeah. His, his entire uh, his entire costume for trying to you know blend in is a pair of sunglasses. Right. Dude, it doesn't work for Superman. It's no, not gonna work for yeah, you. Yeah, he's not he's fuck, like, yeah. If when I don't have a beard, I've got a straight up baby face, or I yeah. kind of look like an me egg. Too. Look like an me egg. too. Like, yeah. I kind of look too. like an egg, and it's weird. But yeah. like, the beard's just like, yeah, okay, yeah. this is me. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, there. It, it, you're you're right too. And Wouldn't stubble have been kind of conspicuous back then? Because remember, my grandpa at, had to like shave very close in that to time frame, drive yeah, the brush. But he, yeah. when he's yeah, a, yeah, if he's right, pretending yeah. to be a porter yeah. or someone who works for a living, or if he tried to come across as maybe a farmer or something, mm-hmm. he yeah. would have blended in just fine. Yeah, he you know, just a blue collar worker would not have drawn attention. Especially if he was supposed to be working at the train station. Is a yeah. bus driver a, a blue-collar worker? Cause, technically. Cause, yeah. Technically, yeah, my, yes. The yeah. rules said that, that Grandpa had to shave. Yeah. Well, well there, there was a difference of it, actually. My great-grandfather immigrated from the Azores and was a bus driver for the city of Fall River. <laughs> and, you know, it was one of those things, because he was a farmer in the old country, he was a bus driver here, required a uniform, required a certain look. That's like why immigrants, like, gravitated towards that because it was a, a job of prestige in general so but yeah, I, I could see why you would see that uh, why he would have to shave but then uh, where are we here so uh, where's oh. Eva ditches him I think at this point he, oh, yeah, yeah. She, yeah she gives, yeah, she she gives him, him. Yeah. she goes to call Kaplan to make sure that uh, Kaplan wants Kaplan quote unquote yeah. wants to meet with him right um, and in actuality, she's calling um, her buddy Thorne, uh, 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 Van Dam. Van, who yeah. find out his name Boy is Van Dam. Yeah, yeah. Martin, um, Martin Landau's a few, uh, a few boots down. Yeah, he played uh, Leonardo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, not the Ninja Turtle, just Leo. Yeah, and yeah, it's still it's like it's weird to see Martin Lando with actual like black hair. <laughs> yeah, Wait, I thought that guy was Leonard. Yeah. Oh, it's Leonard. Leonard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Leonard. Yeah, right. and um. Who is not a Ninja yeah, Turtle so, of any type? So there's the. So hey, there's the. Don't uh, disgrace. He, he looks a little reptilian. He's yeah. the he's the accountant. <laughs> yeah. He's the accountant turtle. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
we pay wears, this he, much for pizza? He wears a gray mask, and he's boring as hell. <laughs> he keeps all Jeez. the katanas nice and clean, all the nunchucks <laughs> in their place. What just artist was he named he after? He stays well in the, um, well he's, no, he's well Leonard. It's Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to clean all this stuff in a sewer? That's why he's, he's not Jeez. named after an artist because they saw how boring he was and just gave him that name. Aww. He's got some intense He's a tax eyes, attorney <laughs> named Leonard. <laughs> he's going to look like uh, a Sheldon, you know. He spores, <laughs> holes. Why don't you bring that up? Just, uh, Good try. He likes <laughs> Twinkies. That's mm. a big Twinkie. No, Sheldon because he's a turtle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, so there's the... The, uh, there's the crop duster scene, and then he goes after her in a hotel. All full of crop dust. Yeah, and yeah, this is the first time it's like, okay, he has that suit cleaned. I'm like, he must have fucking stunk. Oh, yeah. So He's fucking been in that badly. Suit for what, like, yeah. a week? He's like, I, I have, right? You know, I have one thing. I, I don't travel very well, especially by plane. And I'll, like, I get off a plane, I'm like all freaking sweaty and everything. Yeah, and like, nerves. So it's like, yeah. It, but it's, it's generally nerves. And I'm just like, oh, like, you know, so what's been going on where he's like trying to run from the law because people are saying he murdered someone and he didn't. Right. And the mob is framing him. And yeah, so it's like, okay, he must have just stunk badly. And like I just went on a uh, trip. I went to Toronto about a month ago, and like uh, my Airbnb wasn't quite ready until like the last minute until I got there. Yeah. So like thankfully I could like change clothes because I had to meet somebody for dinner like shortly after that. And it wouldn't it wouldn't have gone over well if yeah. you just kind of hosed yourself down with the odor and just like right. I'm sorry I might smell terrible. Yeah, yeah. I'm like how are you? <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be a living, the living embodiment of a run and stimpy close-up. It's been a hell of a day. I'm sorry I might smell. Yeah, yeah, I've always done that. Uh, but to be fair, yeah. though, like, I've been told, um, this is a family thing, so please don't come at me for this one, that just applying deodorant is called a, uh, either somewhere between either a Portuguese or a Mexican shower. Port- so you, I've been told. I always told. heard the Portuguese shower. Yeah. Um, don't and, come at me. I'm just, I'm just stating what I was told. That's the all. application of perfume, uh, just like to... Yeah. Yeah. Up was called a whore bath. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's a whore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Insert group of people you don't like, I guess. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> considering, we, considering we are Portuguese. Yeah. We're Portuguese. Yeah, see, I'm half Portuguese. I'm legally allowed to make that joke. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> I had a Portuguese steak sandwich yesterday. It was delicious, by the They're way. They're great. I haven't had that in so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, really. no, I want one. Yep. They're a good one done right, hell. They sure are. So, Caravella. Ooh, yeah. Squirrel. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 Caravella. This yeah. has been an ooh squirrel moment. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Food? Huh? A few pointers on the, the crop dust scene. One, uh, it was intended to be, uh, we are supposed to believe that, that it took place somewhere in Chicago. It didn't. It was filmed in California on that long stretch of highway. Uh, also, the, it was actually filmed in California, so we see the live action scenes where Grant is there as the character. There is a crop duster. It did pass in one particular scene, but predominantly it went back to a, a large studio where Hitchcock filmed uh, the sequence on a 70 millimeter screen. So you had the, this giant crop duster and Cary Grant, when he gets down on the ground, he's actually in the studio and he was able to cut it so it looks like he was there at times. Sometimes it's obvious when you look at it, it looked like it could be fake, it might not, but he actually meshed the, uh, these two separate <laughs> scenes together to make it look like it was one whole I actually scene. didn't notice that. Yep. Well, usually I pluck those out right away. Wow. Yeah, there, there were a couple That's... of uh, the green screen is lovely tonight effects, oh, yeah. but it yeah. didn't really didn't stick out in that scene. The green no. screen was killer then. It was a yeah. great. 
Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, wow. The only thing that stopped the airplane was when it crashed into an oil truck. Yeah. Well, that was just sadly inconvenient. (laughs) The cool thing about that, that was Magnum Oil. Uh, Patricia uh, Hitchcock, who was uh, the daughter to Alfred, uh, that was actually her then husband's uh, company that he worked for, mm. and so he opted. He's like, oh, he just was going to call it Magnum Oil because of her affiliation to her husband's uh, company. Oh. How did they film the plane so, crash without killing anybody? I don't know. Models. Um, yeah, it would be model. Or people came screen, out of the screen. truck. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's controlled it's, explosions. It was controlled. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. As you can see, yeah. the ride in was it in bags Disney? Full, was it like bags full of gasoline to get that big fireball? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the back and lot Disney was it the back lot Disney tour when the uh, that giant ass truck falls and yep. all the flames and Universal had a version of it. Was the earthquake? And all, so there's ways to do it so that it's uh, oh, contained. Oh, the Indiana and, Jones you know, thing. Not, not even Indiana Jones. I it's like that one though. It's like earthquake or disaster the movie or whatever. There's, there's a, a YouTube, a couple of YouTube channels, uh, Defunct Land and Yesterworld Entertainment. Ooh, Defunct Land is a good show. They've both done stuff about both of those rides and how like they were weirdly similar to each other. Hmm, that's weird. How the how, how did that happen? <laughs> like those are both really fun channels. It's, yeah. it's like. Um, if you get a chance to check out the defunct land on Action Park, oh my God, it's or as so they good. call it Traction Park or uh, Killer class, Park, Class Action Park. I think so I saw that. Died. Yeah, yeah, we watched this. Yeah. It's like a YouTube thing, but yes, yes. Yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Okay, cool. it's a bru- yeah. it was a brutally unsafe uh, theme park in New Jersey. It looked like a lot of fun. Yeah. Like and a lot people of died. Yeah, it looked like a lot of fun, but don't mind that stain. That's just that's just blood. Don't worry about that. His name was Peter. <laughs> and, and all the people, the people that on the road that stopped to gawk, give him yeah. the opportunity to go steal one of the trucks. Yeah. yeah. Hi. Hey, that was the best. Hey, 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 take it back. Oh, and then he gives take up. It back. The farmer oh. running after just gives gives up. But, that poor farmer. Um, but he knows where to go more or less because apparently these people that invented Kaplan have been moving stuff around different hotels to give him an itinerary right. to make him look real. So he just goes to the next location. Yeah. Right, because uh, the, 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 the guys who mistook him for Kaplan gave him basically the rundown as to where he's supposedly supposed to go next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, we know that you're, you were here and here, now you're here, but now we know you're going to Chicago. Yeah, what did this mafia actually do? Bad anyway. Uh, import export. No. Uh, oh, they had. It, I, it was. Um, Secret. Part of the part of the Cold War. They had microfilm. Oh, that's right. In that little oh, statue. Oh right. Cold War. That. State like secrets. State yeah. secrets. Which yeah. I have a theory. That roll of microfilm. Yeah. Is the same roll of microfilm that um, Sean Connery's character stole in The Rock. That is that is my head cannon because it <laughs> right. it got go recovered on. and then okay. stolen again yeah. and yeah. moved into a much better movie. <laughs> <laughs> moved into Alcatraz. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a very that is long a time. That's a good movie. Yeah. That's a really good movie. Yeah. Oh my god, you mentioned Nicolas Cage again. Yeah. Oh, Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. Yep. Ooh. What? Like, you're part of the conspiracy. Here's the Nicholas Cage book, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, uh, so, see they, they were talking earlier about how Cary Grant was like living the life. Yeah. They're just like, but was he really living the Nicholas Cage life? Does he own three Bahamian islands? Yeah. Or is yeah. it like Phil- or islands in the Philippines somewhere? He owns three islands and a bunch of like 
like dinosaur skeletons. I and, fought my daughter when I like, met you. And snakes. Oh. He, had, he had guard snakes. And, and albino cobras. Right, yeah. And sharks. <laughs> and a private jet for the snakes and the sharks so they can be company with each other. And then and an octopus. And an octopus. Because Nicolas Cage is living the best life. <laughs> and tax evasion. So uh, much tax evasion. Yeah, yeah well. Good news. <laughs> Uh, the, so that's uh, how he ends up at the hotel that uh, Eve is at. By yeah. tax evasion? No. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Playing with albino cobras and sharks and yeah. yeah. The yeah. the information that he got about where the yes. fake Kaplan was staying. Yes. Yeah. And he just so happens to see Eve there. Yeah. Oh, and he's yeah. You know, she you guys. Yeah. She was no, she was really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Fancy backless gown. Wait, no. Oh shit. Colors. Not yeah. again. <laughs> Well, what's the, the room? Opportunity to speak about colors. What? Yeah. So now she's pissed. Yeah, it's also it's, it's kind of funny because it's a different time too. Yeah. See that? That would have been funny if, if for some reason Bob couldn't make it here. If I mentioned the colors just somewhere, Bob's like, someone's talking about colors. What? What? Then <laughs> <laughs> we would not really have had that funny. At the I beginning. genuinely wanted to come ah. in tonight and have some explanation, but I won't do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, the um, yeah, it's it's a sign of a different time too because mm -hmm. he's like, oh yeah, that's that room four something. What, what, four six what, three. Yeah, what is I, it? I'm supposed oh. to meet her in this room. Yeah. Tell me what, what's Four the room? something, something. It's like, man, that's actionable. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, so they get in the room, and he's like, okay, I'll take a cold shower. And... Well, wait, wait. They talk in first. Well, it doesn't yeah. matter. Hotels used to be a lot more stalker-friendly. Yeah, they, yeah. they talk. Yeah. She breaks up with him. He manages to weasel dinner out of her. They talk some more, and because he's Cary Grant, he gets dinner out of her. Yeah. And then he hands her his pants. He gets more than that. Oh, because yeah, he wants a suit cleaned. Yeah. But he's pretending to take a shower in the other room, and yep. she's just kind of. I'm out. Question for you guys. Out. What yeah. song was Cary Grant's character Roger whistling? Singing in the Rain. Correct. Yeah. I was say, I have no idea. Yeah. Subtitle. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this was another, there was another episode where the subtitles were kind of not the same. Not nearly as bad, as, as, bad last as last week. No. Last week, the, the subtitles were almost for an entirely different movie, it felt like. But this one was just like, that's not what they said, but sure. Right. Close yeah. enough. Yeah. Close enough. Apparently, subtitles sometimes have to be shortened to f so you don't have too much text and too short of a span. Well, the problem yeah. is a lot of the movies in the 50s and the 60s, they try to cram as much exposition as possible mm -hmm. into it so they don't actually have to film all of it. Yeah. So Remember, they'll tell, over... don't show. Right. So they'll over uh, overextend the dialogue, and they cram it in like you know everybody's on speed. So they say super fast. Mm -hmm. So and like this is exposition times two. Right, and that's that's exactly banter. what it's like yep. in this banter, movie banter, too. Banter. Is like the they add in a lot of dialogue in a very short period of time, yeah. <laughs> and it's actually kind of hard to keep up sometimes because they're talking so fast. They're like, wait, what are you saying? And then it takes a minute for your brain to actually process what they just said. Yeah, and by that yeah. point, they're on to something else, and you're like, okay, I just lost everything in yeah, this last five minutes. Time out, slow down, what? It's the Gilmore Girl effect. <laughs> I just got severe douche chills. I hate that show. <laughs> douche chills? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, so where are we here now? So they uh, get the dinner. The, the and confronting and the yeah, blah, blah. Oxygen. Oh, yeah, the oxygen scene. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Did they even go to dinner? No. 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 Okay. The auction scene, yeah, where he just, uh, he, he basically verbally just beats her down. Yep. The point, like, well, take this little horse strumpet with you, what the hell, and yeah, then we get the funny scene in this movie. 
<laughs> when Cary Grant is funny. Mm -hmm. yeah. The auction. Yeah. Yeah. How about 25? Just, uh, yeah, so he's bouncing back and forth. Yeah, what the hell is? He's just uh, making a nuisance. I'll take three, three bucks. $1,300. Yeah. $2,500. Wait, 25 years. 3000 Four dollars. He doesn't know. Yeah, my money's good. He doesn't know how to haggle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, Best he's line. in advertising. He's not in money. <laughs> Best line out of the whole thing. Well, hell, you know, it's as much as it's worth. What the hell? Thirteen bucks. <laughs> That's because all the bad guys are there and looking yeah. at him, and yeah. so he, he wants trying to, to cover every exit. So he's just trying to get the cops to take he's, him out. Yeah, he's basically just making a nuisance of himself, and it works. Yeah, See, yeah he's like, yeah, good try. <laughs> the thing about that scene was like when the uh, the the, the uh, that uh, mafia dude was like standing there. Like Gary Grant is a built dude. I know for the he sake is. of the film, you know, I get his character. Like, but I'm like, he could take that dude. He would yeah. beat his ass. Well, he gets no punched out a few times in yeah. this movie. Yeah. Yep. Like, True. <coughs> so. Yeah, especially in the beginning when he's being held down. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. Have multiple, also, I can see that. He had see, multiple guys, but I mean, I'm like, also one on one, Grant would be like, knock your ass out. Well, the main bad dude is named Van Damme. Like, he'll he'll kick you in the goddamn face. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Oh, and uh, this isn't Bloodsport. <laughs> and Eva's his girl. Yep. Eva's his Oh, yeah. Eva's, Eva is, uh, is Van Damme's girlfriend. Not wife, but mistress. Yeah. Yes, mistress, definitely. Yep. So, I mean, so she that's seems why he feels he's so betrayed. Because oh, yeah. God knows he's never cheated on a woman. No, absolutely or, not. If, yeah, or been in with an, another woman while in a relationship. Of course not. Yeah, it's not like he has two ex-wives or anything. Wait a minute. <laughs> but you can tell, like, th that particular scene, because you you see um, Eve, and we, we're focused on her eyes, like, very strongly on her face, and you see her crying. It's in that moment where, you, where I, she realizes, like, oh, my God, this guy that I've been sleeping with that I'm just using as a tool, I'm starting to get the, the feels for him. Yeah, because you the, can the, see the, the, the gears are turning in her head like oh, shit. Magic penis syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that her heart is in her vagina, yeah. and he keeps poking it. <laughs> oh <laughs> god! Yes, I have a friend. This that. that is not uh, mine. That, that actually yeah. belongs to a friend. One of the last episodes of my, my dad wrote a porno, and it makes a way more sense. Oh god! <laughs> her heart fell into her ass. <laughs> Her heart was in her ass. Oh, okay. I need to catch up with this goddamn podcast. <laughs> so apparently there's like spy shit going on too. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. All right. I need to catch up. Yeah. Uh, I'm like two seasons behind. No, you know, don't don't be mad. Oh uh, yeah, it's it gets fucked up. Yeah. So the auction, um, he gets dragged away by the cops just like he planned, and he's happy. He's all like, "You're gonna be heroes, I'm turning me yeah. in." Yeah. However, yeah. Professor oh. Magoo is watching. Yep. Oh, the professor! He's one of the people in on this whole. Yeah, he's, he's one. With he's with Oni. On he's oh, with Oni. Yeah. Oni. So yes. he calls up. Wow, they must have got. Did they have a car phone? Probably. Uh, well, they were yeah, using their, their radios. Over the, uh, well, the, the car phones actually existed yeah, okay. at that point. Since, well. like, silent film times, I think. Yep. I oh, looked yeah. it up because I was like, what? Yeah, car they, phones were a thing. They took up, like, half the car. They actually happened. No, not really. They, <laughs> they kind of look like a regular phone, to be honest with you. It's, yeah. Really like the it's big, got a cord. Ones from the no, 80s no, like it's like, box in your hand. do you remember, um, like, your mom's old phone in the 80s with the spiral cord and everything? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was super, super heavy wall phone that was made 
made of like really dense plastic. Yeah, that's what they're made of. So, yeah, and they're like in the middle console, so you have to actually like open a thing up, and there's like a rotary phone. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Ours was in the kitchen, and the cord was long enough to wrap around almost the entire house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We had multiple, but yeah, yeah. The, the one in the living room was like that. Yeah. So that yeah. walk around the cord with it. Was, yeah, you could wrap around the entire yeah. house, and if she wasn't paying attention, you close line your mother. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, <laughs> no, one thing we had, like, in the 80s, when my, my sister actually got a good report card, which she brought it home, and as a gift, my dad went out and got an extended cord on the phone. Oh, hot damn. Oh, wow. So, like, he, she Ooh, could go ahead and talk to her friends from her room. But I the had one, a phone in my yeah, room. Yeah. See, I had a phone in my room, but it was one of those, uh, yeah. like, had, like, the, the, the high, the high, co the, the brightly colored plastic, and, like, the handset was, like, the clear plastic, so you Oh, I had, yeah, I had the, the clear plastic. Yeah, I had, that, I had that yeah. one. I had a Nickelodeon phone. Nice. Yeah, I think I, yeah. I think I had the clear plastic one too. Yeah. I, that's a quintessential '90s kid. Yeah, thing. yeah. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. You, you, yeah. Had to, you had to have one of those. Yeah. It was radical. We should mention too, because I'm Aww. not sure of our audience, but phones, phones used to come on wires. youths out there. Just so you know, phones yeah. used they to be on wires, black and they didn't they have like, apps on them, and they, they didn't bolted to the wall. Have like cool things. Yeah. They, they had a cord, and you could move the cord, but you had to jack it into the wall, yes. yep. and you you had to you know. It plugged in. Yeah, it plugged in. Yeah. And if you lost electricity, you, you didn't the well, phone no, the still phone, work? The phone kept the working. Phone the phone still worked if it was if it was hooked up to the wall. Yeah. When they finally came across with the you know wireless. ones that were wireless, which yeah. didn't come out until like the nineties, really. Yeah. That Somewhere, that became yeah. like in the house. If the power went out, those did not work. Right. Right. Now, where were so, we this seat? So the we're phone the call, yeah. oh, they have to take him to some the airport. Right. The phone call's coming from inside the house. Wait, no. And that's where he meets the professor and basically... Catches him up on everything. Basically, yeah. he's told Kaplan's not real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're, you're gonna. Well, you're we gonna need help you. And Eve is a double agent. Eve's a double agent because she works for us. Yeah. And he said, "Yeah, you're gonna help us." And he says, "Bullshit, I will." And they're like, "Well, I guess that means Eve's dead." And like, what? Wait, what? She's working for us. God go. damn it! And that was supposed to be like a twist, and I didn't find it that twistable. No. I was, was just like, "Oh, twisted. really? Oh, she's a double agent, right? Gotcha. Okay." Well, we all kind of knew. <laughs> right, yeah, but it was still like, yeah. uh, it's it's supposed to be like almost a dun-dun-dun movement. Yeah, and it was more like I a, didn't get that. Uh, oh! Yeah. Okay. Oh, she's a double agent. Okay. Yeah. I like the whole, I like the fact of what happens next. Yeah. When, um, when they're like, all right, we need you to play Kaplan one more time. Yeah, um, and he's really this eager time to do it. Yeah. He flies yeah, this time you're actually going to do it, and they fly out to Mount Rushmore. Where Van Damme has a home? Yes. Yeah. They're right now, they're in the visitor center. I think he's renting the home, probably, oh, okay. or something yeah. of that nature. Um, but they're at the visitor center, and he shows up with her, and they sit and have a conversation. Um... And she uh, pulls out the gun. And she pulls out a gun and... Yeah, she's not happy with him and shoots him twice. And shoots Cary Grant twice. Bang, bang. Bang, bang, and he falls and hits a chair. He's like, oh, God, he falls and... and such he, a good actor. He so falls graceful. and dies. Mm. So graceful. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of. Yep. Well, he's carted he fall, out. He falls and dies. He lands on a bunch of ketchup packets. Mm -hmm. And he dies. <laughs> 
and they wheel him out in in a uh, in an ambulance. Well, actually, it was a forest uh, ranger truck thing. But yes. that's what ambulances look like. Yeah, it just happens did, to yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the uh, Ghostbusters car was a, uh, you know, looked like it did. It was yeah. an old, old-time Ooh, yeah. ambulance. That's it what, like that's, an old wagon. It just yeah. happened to be like a forest ambulance. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. That's why, yeah, it was still like fish and wildlife. It's just... But yeah. it, it goes off into the woods where it meets up with another car, and she's in the other car, and he's not dead, and um, and it was like it was planned that way, and I yes. thought that was a really neat thing. I was like, okay, she, she shot him with the to see him again. They had no real time to actually plan that out, but it worked out well. Yeah. Um, and they get to have like five minutes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she shot him with blanks. She shot him with a blank, yep. and they have five minutes together. And Which, at that distance, he should have gotten at least burned a little bit. Yeah. Because, like, a blank still fires a tiny little wad of paper and just burns it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, the gunpowder missing, yeah. Movie yeah. magic! Still, yeah. The cool thing about that... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just moving on with All that. Right. Quick thing. Blooper in the scene. All right, so just before... Uh, yeah, you're going to shoot the, the shoot, uh, Gary Grid's character, Roger. Uh, there's a, a young boy in the background, if you, if you watch it, it's very funny. For a few seconds, he's literally sitting in his chair, and I have to, you know, I can't. He puts his uh, fingers over at the top of his ears. He's ready for the bang, which totally gives away the damn scene. If you're not paying attention, better for you. But it, <laughs> yeah, if you go back and I watch it, I didn't see it. It's, it's, really, uh, it's funny. I would, to watch I would rewatch it. it just to watch a little boy go. I love it. Yeah. You have to watch it. I was like, oh man, he gives away the damn scene. <laughs> he's like, I'm ready. Go ahead. He's ready. See, he's a time traveler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. But um oh, we're also back in the UN too, which is uh, also used as the Mount Rushmore Cafe. Oh. Ah, <coughs> same set, okay. same set. Oh, uh, so, oh, okay. So yeah. now uh we find out that Eve is going to go away maybe forever with uh what's his uh Van Damme, Van Damme. to yeah. continue the ruse because yeah. she's a very valuable asset as a spy. Yeah, you know, she's but, gonna go away with what's his nuts to the thing in the place. And, uh, yeah, to the place. And they they take away other country, um, whatever. And uh, they take Cary Grant away to the hospital. To the hospital in the ambulance. So but yes, and they lock him in. The, I love the fact that they lock him in, and he brings him like new clothing. Yeah. Finally, he's Which, got a new yeah. New, yeah, after a month. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's got some new clothes to wear, and uh, they decide that they're gonna share a drink. Yeah. He and the professor, yeah. and the professor leaves, and he really thought the professor was just gonna leave the door unlocked. But no, the professor walks him in again. He's a CIA spook. He's not gonna leave you unattended. Mm-hmm. He's they're not stupid. So right. he climbs out the window, and it has a, a what would have been a really funny scene had they done it. Um, <laughs> yeah, if he comes to the next window, light light turns on as the professor is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been, been a really funny been, scene. Yeah, that's a great that idea. Yeah, instead, it was a patient who's like, ah. And then oh she's God, like, stop. Oh, and then she sees him. Oh, stop. I love, that was great. That's <laughs> like, ooh, she's thirsty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, no. <laughs> stop. Uh-uh. Penis magic? There's a second yeah. stop that was like, Magic oh, wand. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Waving the wand. It's, it's a magic. Arms. It's a magic shillelagh. <laughs> <laughs> then he, he gets his way to the house in the yeah, cab. He, he calls a cab. You're wondering, why didn't he just leave the cab there? He he takes a cab out to the middle of the woods, finds Tony Stark's house. And then parkours up the wall. Yep. Parkour, parkour. 
and he ends up, um, he finds her, but he can't get her attention, yeah, so... Eve has no idea what rocks on the window mean. Like, she has not watched any television as a child. <laughs> She has no clue. Actually, she probably didn't. This is like 1950. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, she hears it, the sound when he throws it's things. Like the joke falls apart. Did he throw the tiny razor? I don't know. He threw Whatever something. was in his pocket. I think he was throwing change. Yeah, it was like a, it was a rocker. I, it could have been one of any of those I think he was throwing, like, quarters. Yeah. But um, he has to See, put... if he was smart, he would have did the Cusack and just, like, held up the, you know, some kind of radio back then. And be like, <laughs> yeah, but the bad guys... The bad guys... He was listening to the bad guys <laughs> yeah. and find that out oh, that um, Leonard is... Uh, pulls the her same gun on um they're having they're having the conveniently timed exposition uh, yeah, conversation yeah. Yeah. And where he, he finds out it's like oh she's betraying you he it's shot van, van damme but it was just another blank oh i love the and fact that the van damme punches him in the face though like, <laughs> like, you, you motherfucker that, that was a funny scene and you want to know some like subtle subtle things about this scene that i, I genuinely didn't know but i had to read about it and going back to review that scene I, it made me think twice about it. Uh, Leonard, I said it right now. Leonard and Van Damme, gay lovers. Leonard didn't huh. seem to like him a lot. Oh, he's mm. like, are you jealous? Okay. And he even says he something said, like, like a girl. I, and he even and I says, I use my womanly intuition. My, my, my use my, women, huh. my woman's intuition, and I'm like, didn't see wait, it at first. what? Because I was like, double take you, but because yeah. I was, I was actually really I was confused kind of, mm-hmm. because yeah. I was trying to figure out where the woman was yes. who played the the wife. Yeah. I was trying to figure out who she was, and I'm like, wait a minute, is this supposed to be like some sort of switcheroo type actor that they? That this Leonard was like a woman all along, and then I'm like, no, wait, he's saying it. As, oh, and and then he's like, oh, are you oh. jealous? And I'm like, I did, yeah, oh all subtle, snap! All these subtle things that yeah, very, oh, very snap. well They are together, like or he wants yeah. him, and he knows yep. it. And that's why he punched him in the nose. He that, that was him in the face. Uh, well, I think he punched him in the face because he, he shot tried him. to shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that With was a blank, yeah. you. Dick. Yeah. Oh yeah, when he shot him, he's like, oh well, yeah, it's a. I'm just showing you, it's a blade. It's like you asshole. I got scared for a second. <laughs> like you, you dick. I peed a little. What the hell? <laughs> but um, it's uh, Roger sneaking around, and he puts an he overhears this whole thing. So he writes a note in a, one of his matchbooks that has his uh, I don't want to I want to say monogram, but initials. Yeah. yeah. Straight it's up his logo, man. His yeah. rot. So yeah. he. Yeah. That's a terror. Terrible, terrible moniker. And you okay. never actually find out what the O stands for. No. Overrated. Oh! It actually like means that? nothing. That was yeah. actually an inside joke. Because on the train, uh, the, the initially, uh, Eva says, what does the O stand for? And uh, Grant's character goes, oh, nothing. And it literally meant nothing. <laughs> Maybe his middle name is O nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been that would have, you know considering we met his mother, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> uh, so he does manage to get her to notice the match, but well, actually Leonard picks it up, but he doesn't really look at it too much. No, he just, he just picks it up back, off the floor, and then she sees it and is just like reads I the message. I forgot my earrings. Yeah, yeah. and they yeah, have a very brief conversation where he basically goes, "They're gonna kill you," and yeah, she's, she's like, like, "I know," and she's just like. You're getting in the way. Like, you're going to do Like, no, dude, they're going to kill you. Yeah. Don't get on that plane. Yeah. Oh. And that's when she's like, what? And then... Yeah, and then he says that the, there's the, the microfilm in the, in the little statue. That they got at the auction. Yeah. That so they need to go ahead and get, and they need to get that out of the way. Oh, okay. Then it all makes sense. And then we have the Mount Rushmore scene. Yep, where they... Okay. When you're running away, 
Yeah. Oh, and you're high close to Mount Rushmore. My first reaction is not climb down R Mount Rushmore. Yeah. To me, that is just stupid. Yeah, there's a very clear path all the way to the cab, right. too. It's yeah. like, mm -hmm. why? Yeah. If you left the cab going, you could have ran down, got in the cab, and driven away way before they even saw you because there was such a distance between them yeah. that the cab would have could have driven away and then not be an issue. No, they run through the woods. Yeah. To Mount Rushmore, and, this is, and then climb down route Mount Rushmore. Uh, this is actually after they tried to drive away, but then oh yeah, they couldn't knock down the wall. The, the gate was just really because the, the gate heavy was closed. Closed. The gate was closed. They didn't even try ramming it. The car they were in was huge. Yes. Right. <laughs> they could yeah. have knocked out like uh, a dozen things. To me, there's the just process. it's a series of bad decisions. Yes. Because then you know they hit Mount Rushmore, and then the goons chasing them. Instead of just leaving them on the mountain, because eventually the dumbasses are either going to fall or die of dehydration or something. Mm -hmm. No, they follow them down Mount Rushmore, because that makes perfect logical sense. <laughs> and I'm sitting here going, alright, alright, I was following, I had this, now I'm just like, this is, this is stupid. It's like, what the fuck? This is stupid. And this whole time, she's like, she just keeps saying, it's like, she's not going to survive this. I, because these she, types of movies teams, usually... She's not going to survive this. Usually yeah. these types of movies, the, the female lead well, actress does not survive. Well, it's a Bond film, yeah. In, in a Bond film situation, yeah. usually they don't survive, so I'm like, she's going to fall off. Dumb bitch, going to fall off. She like, I'm just sitting there going, come on, freak, let's go. Heel. You're going to fall. Your, your hands are going to be, you're wearing gloves. It's going to slip out. Like, come on, come on. This, down is, you go. this is what's going to happen. And he's going to be all sad and shit. And it's going to end. And let's do this. Come on. Come on. I'm like, fall, damn it, fall. No. She does slip. She does slip. And, slip and, and he eventually lifts hold up. Hold out says, your hand. Come with come with me, Mrs. Thornhill. He's like, oh, oh. Come and that's on. our segue. He pulls her up. They're on the train into the fold-up train bed, just like where he was hiding. I'm sorry. Is that strong enough to hold two people? Yeah. But there was actually a really good bit where Martin Lando gets shot. It was a really good tension yes. where he's stepping on Cary Grant's hand. Yes. Yeah, really, really did that. I'm like, ah, okay, cool. I was like, okay, why cool. are you asking the bad guy to help you? He's yeah. going to step on your yeah. hand, and he oh, does. Oh, look, he steps yeah. on your hand. Yeah. And it shot him, he fell, and I just love the line from the Van Damme. It's like, well, that's kind of unsporting, using <laughs> real bullets and everything. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, that, was that was a good line. That was good, So now they're married on the train, the end. Yeah, and yeah, it's like, oh, well, I, I, what do you say? It was like, I want nostalgia or something. I'm feeling nostalgic. I don't know. Or something something. Like, yeah. And then a train goes into a tunnel. Oh! Ah, <laughs> I get it. Did you get it? Ah. Did you get it? <laughs> the train needs to stop, back up, try again. Stop, back up, try again. And bleed. And bleed. <laughs> Is that drawn together or family guy? I, I think that was drawn together. Oh, okay. Definitely a drawn together line. <laughs> <laughs> Between uh, the butt-shaped tunnel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Gay married for the insurance. <laughs> oh, that's... Okay, that's... Secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. All right, so before Se we conclude... Less secret. <laughs> uh, a couple notes. All right, so earlier I was mentioning that there was a story uh, for the reasoning behind the title gag of the man in Lincoln's nose. So yes. here are the notes and the reasoning why that was a thing. So originally Hitchcock had planned a sequence where he wanted... Uh, Harry Grant's Roger Thornhill to hide inside of Abraham Lincoln's oh. nose 
That would have been uh, and awesome. Ha and, like, and have his character actually have a sneezing fit. What happened was, <laughs> the, park, the park officials at the time, they did not want that to be filmed, and they wouldn't allow it. Because it's, really, it's really not that, um, that dignified, I yeah. guess. Oh, not his, even remotely. But Hitchcock was very persistent, and he tried and tried to get this to, to come to fruition. Finally, this is how uh, Hitchcock had to uh, make a concluding thought on it and said, came to like, okay, I get where you're coming from. So one of the park officials, or probably someone in the higher echelon, told uh, Hitchcock, they literally asked him, how would you feel if it were the other way around and Lincoln was having a sneezing fit inside of Cary Grant's nose? <laughs> and as a result of that, Hitchcock said, okay, you win. And he okay. gave up the <laughs> entire right. idea Wait, for that sequence. Just like that. I'd but, say awesome. I would have been like, hey, let's I'm do like, it. I'd watch that movie. Yes. But the great part, going back to what you were saying about the the ending and um, the reference of the train going through the tunnel, which was great, by the way. The fact that um, to, to even have that happen, that cost additional money. That was like over the budget. Would you and call that, it the money shot? What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, that was perfect. Yeah, yes, yes, it is. Because that scene actually cost uh, MGM an additional twenty-six grand to film. Twenty-six thousand dollars for a three-second shot yes. for a train going because into a tunnel. In the script, it was written. Uh, they they go off. Uh, <coughs> uh, they they they, um, they finish in the, the on a train uh, leaving. Like that's like the end sequence. That's the way uh, Lehman wrote it with Hitchcock. But the studio, <laughs> they didn't realize that. Like like they didn't see the full vision of that. So Hitchcock's way of saying, you know, because you, because initially they didn't even want to like give them the budget. They're like, we need this for that. So they, so they had to explain that. So they proved their point. The studio, um, like, stepped back. And like, all right, fine, we'll give you your money. So to get that sexual reference that cost twenty six grand, <laughs> that was a twenty six thousand dollars sexual reference. That's twenty six thousand dollar money shot. And the great thing about that was, uh, was it over seventy percent of that that went to a Lehman. Uh, percentage, I think like 10, 10 bucks, uh, like a very small amount went to Hitchcock and one other guy. So it was those three guys that actually made money off that from the studio because they <laughs> they broke down the money from that just so to put it in to did make it. For it. The, wow. Yeah. Very, very well. Was it supposed to be a sex reference? Yes. A $26,000 ah. yep. dick joke. Yep. yep. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, <great>. <laughs> <laughs> that's worth it, dude. That's just, yeah. <laughs> It's uh, for the housewives in the audience watching it going, oh, <gasps> oh, 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 oh. Uh, the housewives in the audience are going, oh, Cary Grant. Yeah. Oh, I want to know what your grandma would say about this after her talk she about She would laugh her ass off with this. <laughs> These would be the same housewives that were, that were buying, like, cucumbers and Fifty Shades of Grey. Had <laughs> <laughs> a bowling pin. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's supposed to stretch, but not that much. Uh, <laughs> no, not yeah, that man. So some other interesting couple quick notes before we get to uh, fantasy casting, yep. I take it. So this was actually considered uh, by fans, and it's not even official, but uh, a first so-called James Bond film because of the tone of the film yes. Yes. and the subject yeah. matter. Yes. Mm. The fascinating thing about this was in 63 when they had uh, From Russia With Love, the helicopter sequence in that film, was actually inspired by North by Northwest. Huh. And did you know, <laughs> apparently Hitchcock was actually interested in directing that film, but that did not happen. Huh. 
Oh. Yep. That's news to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we have so they're just a fantasy and casting. Sean, Sean Conner Connery almost died filming that scene. That's all I'll add. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they're just a fantasy casting. Who's got what? I didn't really have one. Yeah. I'm down well, with your joke. Yeah. Good. I forgot what my joke was. Um, what if instead of um Oh, okay. What if yeah. Yeah, you do it, yeah. What if in um crap what was this what Gabe was Kaplan? This? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, what if Gabe Kaplan from Welcome Back Cotter did this and he was actually this and it led into basically the sweat hogs. <laughs> oh my uh, and, and, That would be a very different movie and I might yeah. not have been as critical of it, yeah. to be honest with you. <laughs> and just thinking about this as well and learning that you know that Jimmy Stewart story I just think I would like I to see an alternate like an alternate universe version what if Jimmy Stewart did this yeah yeah because hey. I, I well if yeah. Jimmy Stewart's in it then we get to have um, yeah uh, Grace yeah. Kelly as, yeah uh, yeah Grace and not only she was actually considered uh, by Hitchcock it's she weird because done it. There were so many f uh, female actresses uh, Hitchcock wanted, but ultimately there, there was another one. I would mention it, but I, I don't even have any background on the actress to uh, give you. But ultimately, he wanted Eva Marie Saint because he felt she was just right. She was a studio actor. She uh, studied, uh, so she had the right demeanor, the right thing that Hitchcock was looking for, and ultimately picked her. And that was yeah. that. Mm -hmm. it it's, it fits well. I just think it's the Jimmy Stewart thing. Just to hear, just to hear him say, "I need all the oil because I." I want to have a, I feel like I'm a sardine. And he was a really tall, lanky man anyway, yeah, yeah. so that would have been really fun. Yeah. I don't think I could picture him... Um, I'm smushed up in here. ...smearing lips together with Harvey? her, though. No, like that. Yeah. I, he's, he wasn't... He very rarely ever played, like, a womanizer yeah. in anything he ever did. So right. that would have been out of character yeah. for him. I can't yeah. picture him making out with anybody. No. Me neither. Was it, was it this movie? It was like, you missed. Or was that last week? <laughs> that was last week. That was last week. Yeah. Right. That was some sloppy making out in this movie. Like, yeah. huh, I didn't know they were allowed to show it like that. True. <laughs> All True. that mouth smeary. Right, and yeah. Let's rub ourselves all over each other, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite <laughs> was if I could, uh, the only person, I, I like the professor, that the actor that did it. I have no idea what he's been in outside of this movie, but the one dude that, because I've been watching this show, uh, Watchmen, which is based on the comic, it's on HBO now. Mm -hmm. yeah. Jeremy Irons, uh, he's a really distinguished uh, British actor. Yes. I feel like he would have been an awesome professor, because he had the right demeanor, and I'm like, you could definitely pull oh. that professor off. Uh, oh, see, no, we're a part Jeremy, of O&I. You see Jeremy Irons, and the only thing I could think of is if anybody has ever seen the terrible Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yes. Oh, 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 oh. So I love that movie. Yes. It's, it's bad, but I love it. It's terrible, and there's a Wayans in it, and it's, it's, yep. uh, but Jeremy Irons is the bad guy. Yep, and with, yeah. his, with his friend, old Blue Lips. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's a really great clip on YouTube, uh, I would suggest checking it out, it was a Family Guy thing on YouTube, uh, it's Jeremy Irons Serial. And it's just, I know this, yes, I, I know this. Yeah, and it's just Jeremy Irons saying, there's no toy at the bottom there. It's still just shavings. <laughs> Remember, kids, be prepared. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> During the answer, there's no nutrition.
Don't buy it. Oh man. And uh, yeah, I don't really have any others. I, I think I just I would just love to see an alternate universe Jimmy Stewart version. I want just, to see how he'd get out, get around yeah. having to make out with the woman. Yeah. Now uh, I'm just picturing oh, alternate dear, universe Jimmy Stewart, and it's just him with a goatee, and he's evil. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, wait, there's a six foot rabbit and he's the one that's invisible. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> he helps with Easter. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Get your basket ready for Jimmy Stewart, folks. Ready? <laughs> Get your basket ready for Jimmy it's Stewart. Jimmy Day! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Oh, that could go any number of ways. Yes, it could. Right. Baskets of cream corn. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why cream corn? Because it's the only thing I can think of that's opposite of chocolate. It's like, oh. I don't know, I'm kind of leaning Pickles? into... No. I'm kind of leaning opposite. into this holiday. I, I think, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Oh. I want it. Where's National Jimmy Day? Where we give each other cream oh, corn. Really? <laughs> cream corn, uh, like, with, asparagus actual, with actual chocolate sprinkles on it because they're Jimmy's. Oh. Ew. Ew. I've had, I remember I've had corn ice cream. Yeah. Is that a thing? Uh, horrible. I've had chocolate covered corn ice cream. Don't do it. It legitimately don't. is a thing. It's a thing. I've had it. Exists. I don't know why, don't. but it does. Do it. The other day, I, America, I saw a chocolate. No, because Korea. Japanese, it's Korean. Oh. It's weird, man. Oga? I they saw also, a chocolate bar. They also make fishy ice cream. Fishy ice cream. The but chocolate bar with yeah. bacon and potato chips in it? I try it. I can dig it. I saw it at the fabric store. Yeah, I'd give I it a shot. Try it. Yeah, I'd try it. I, I, I would try it too. Yeah, but I can't guarantee I'd try it. Just to say I tried it. Yeah. I would have tried it. I'll try it. The only thing I think for Cary Grant. Uh, if you ever, the, the, I'd recommend for fantasy casting, uh, stunt double would be uh, a, a thing of uh, shoe polish to st stand in for. <laughs> that's all. I would, that's all I'd ask in, to see in a film. Just, like, oh, just put it on the set and be like, "Oh, it's Cary Grant. We, yeah. okay. we, we can film, guys. Go ahead." Cary Grant. <laughs> <laughs> So would that be like uh, be like Trump's stunt double is literally just a bag of Cheetos? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Flamin' Cheetos? Flamin' Hot Cheetos? <laughs> Cheetos? Hey, oh, right. Flamin' Hot Cheetos are good. Yeah. He's regular Cheetos. He's the boring kind. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not cheesy poofs. No, not, not at all. Cheesy poofs are, are, are a thing of beauty. They are sent to us from on high. She's pissed. <laughs> anyway, yeah. that's all I got. All right, so, all right, we'll out here. Next week, we continue on with the second Hitchcock month. So, we'll take a look at something that we don't know. Seriously. <laughs> none we'll of us have seen. No, we'll Where's take a look at something none of us have seen, but we will take a little bit deeper look into Strangers on a Train. Wait, yes. what? Yay. Huh. I know the plot, but I've never seen it. Yeah. So. Strangers on a train. Alright, so we'll do that. Folks, it's always a pleasure taking care of you and spending time, uh, spending time in your ears. Why don't you go ahead? We love your ears, you guys. We are you Mount ears. Rushmore? <laughs> you are, aren't you? Yeah. Man, if only we rendered in stereo, I'd run back and forth by the mic. Now I'm over here. Now I'm over here. Now I'm over here. <laughs> that implies here. an emptiness in between the two set ears. That is not nice. <laughs> so, while well, we've entertained you for a little while, doing whatever you've done, hope you've enjoyed it. Enjoy yourself. Be good. 
Take care of yourself, but it'll be too good.